This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that is without doubt a champion. Uh, now, after all the hate about boring football and negative tactics, it seemed wholly appropriate that Chelsea won the title on Sunday with a one-nil coming. Uh, sorry, a one-nil win, even coming from a spawny penalty, which Hazard scored on the rebound, and we ended up with eight defensive players on the pitch. That is why we're champions. At the end of the day, all the Chelsea supporters celebrating in the pubs around Stamford Bridge late into the evening yesterday do not care one jot. It's days like these which you savour forever, not some fancy flick or worldie scored in vain. Now, I am a very hungover, hanging, and I, I will be amazed if my voice lasts for the next two hours. You are sounding a bit rough. I am, Chidge. I tell you. And uh, apart from that, I am Stanford Chidge. I could just about remember who I am, Jonathan. <laughs> it is a struggle. The name of tonight's show, of course, is the Chelsea Football Fancast. Champions again. Blimey. I, I could stop right now and I'd go to bed. I'd be happy. But I'm, I'm not going to because I've got the wonderful effervescent and the man with the mellifluous tones <laughs> that is Jonathan Kidd. Oh, how sweet of you. Thank you. Yes, I'm here. It's lovely to see you. Thank you. Or I, hear me. Even. Yeah, I know. I kind of missed you for the last few weeks. A month. I've been on here for a month. Have you not been on here for a no, month? No, That's actually, oh, blimey, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah well, you, were, you, you did nip off to do some work. You were scheduled to be on, I was, you? I was. Good. So I'm not, I'm not feeling too guilty. No, no, no. You didn't ban me. I think that, you know, you and I tonight could yeah. have a com- competition to be to see who could be the most Ted Lowe. Uh, you know, those <laughs> of you, you know, those of you listening, well, the, Ted Lowe, or who, well, who's the bloke? It's rather apt, actually, because it's snooker finals tonight. Yeah, isn't it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And who was the guy that used to do the, those wonderful, hammy, American-voiced uh, voiceovers for films? 
you know, Star Wars, probably the most oh, boring yeah, yeah, film yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of... We could do that. I'm sounding very much like that. Him. I worked with him once. Did you really? Yeah, well, no, I didn't. I, was in the, I did, I did. Yes, he was yeah. decidedly hungover himself. I think that was the reason for his voice, actually. That's, so, that's the key to is, it. Yeah, that's the key to it, yeah. Do you know what? I've got, I'm sorry, because I, I will introduce you in a minute, Dan, <laughs> you know. Um, but I remember I, I did some voiceover work, clearly nothing as, as, as grand or even as paid... As, as, as you did and I came in one morning and I was I was sat down to do the voiceover and the director said uh, Chidge this is just no good it's not working I said well, what, what are you talking about it's fine he said no 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 your voice has changed I said there's nothing wrong with my voice it's like it always is he said no 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 doesn't say so go outside have a cup another coffee and a, about three fags and then come back in he meant it. He was, and I came. I had three fags of coffee. Came back in. I was down there. I was back to the normal kind of chidge voice. Bill Mitchell. That was the name of the bloke. Phil Mitchell. Bill Mitchell. Bill Mitchell. Bill Mitchell. There we go. Anyway, I'm, I'm, hopefully we've lost all of our listeners now. We can all go <laughs> yeah, to we the can, yeah, we can, yeah, You know, yeah. let's talk about other things that will make them gardening. leave. Have yeah. I told you about yeah. my roses? I'd recently. like to know all about them. We talk about Arsenal. That will clear the decks. Oh. I tell you what. I tell you what. No, thinking of Arsenal. Cle- no, that actually does the opposite to clearing the decks. But uh, I'm getting a bit naughty already. Um, anyway, finally, sorry, Dan. So utterly, utterly rude uh, of me but we do have the wonderful wonderful Dan Silver in the house tonight who I, I, I'm proud and pleased to say that I shared a few beers with after the yeah. the wonderful title winning match yesterday and what a great time we had afterwards eh? Absolutely fantastic the Fimbra was absolutely brilliant it was rocking wasn't yeah, it? it was rocking yeah. sold absolutely over 2,000 pints apparently 2,000 pints yeah. and, and I only had 1,997 of them I had the other three so yeah, sorry guys <laughs> So there we go. So we've got Dan in the house. Now, the observant amongst you will have already realised that we don't have that wonderful infectious cackle uh, that emits from a certain Paul King Canners cannibal whenever I say something a bit naughty. And in spite of the fact that I I texted him and phoned him three weeks ago to say that I really wanted him to be on this show because I had a hunch it might be the title winning one, in spite of the fact that I've not only texted him today and phoned him, and also got his mate Rodney to phone him. He, he, we don't know where he is. I mean, I've heard nothing from him. So that, uh, my presumption is, therefore, that he will not be here. But if anybody in the uh, SW6 area has spotted a rather gregarious man in a dark coat and a, and a very fancy fetching suit, I, I saw yesterday, and a lovely flat hat, hat, and maybe a bit worse for wear or a bit confused, uh, it may be, may be Paul Cannibal. So please point him in the direction of Pimlico and we'll still have him on the show. If anybody turns up, that'll be fine. Anybody. Actually. Well, yeah. luckily... Um, they support Chelsea. Indeed. Now, luckily, despite the fact that we, we don't have the wonderful King Canners, which is a great sadness to me because... Uh, uh, meant I had to think of something else to say for 25 minutes later. But anyway, uh, we do have in the house uh, some fabulous lads all the way over from the US of A, uh, one of whom I spent uh, the evening of the Europa Cup final when we beat Benfica uh, in the uh, in what was the Southern Cross in those days. It's the fantastic Jonathan Sharp. Good to see you. We've kind of got our benches back, Jonathan, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, it's good. I like it. You know, it's the big black sofa. Yeah, this could catch on. It could, couldn't it? But it's great to see Jonathan and your mate, Vadouche, yeah? Now, remind me where you're from in the States. Chicago. Chicago. My kind of town. Yeah, we should, there we go. We could do a show tune. That'd stop us talking about football, wouldn't it? We could, we could. Uh, I don't know any show tunes from Chicago. We could do that. Chicago. My kind of town. Chicago, Chicago. Well, should we shut up now, Jonathan, before you kind of throw something? Not, yeah. not, okay, now I can already see we've got a problem. JK will, will now be called JK and I'm Jonathan happy. will be Jonathan. I'm happy. So, JK. What I mean is Jonathan will probably throw something at us and I think we should uh, stop being silly and get on with the show. Because some people do clearly email me recently saying we're really glad that the show isn't silly anymore. 
Uh, I don't know. It is mysterious that those emails have come in since you and I were not on the show together for the last <laughs> month. And I have a suspicion that it might be due to that, Jonathan. Okay, there you I'll go. try and be less silly then. As Monty Python would say, this show is getting too silly. Right, OK, um, I've done the introductions. Now, on the show tonight, we will, of course, be kicking off with the ratings for the Palace game. Uh, we'll be awarding our man of the match and we'll be talking about Hazard's penalty. Or uh, as I've written it in a Chris Waddle style here, penalty, I've spelt it, which is a bit odd. Uh, and of course, the horror, and it was a bit of a horror of hanging on for the last 20 minutes uh, to get that win. Uh, we'll talk about the superb def- uh, performance from the defence yet again. And of course, I, I think we should be doing this. We should be praising Drogba, not burying him, as Noel Coward might have said. Yes, in fact, it was Shakespeare. Actually. Was it yeah. Shakespeare? Yeah, yeah. Close. Close. It's similar, similar. <laughs> Two great writers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, one wrote great couplets and the other one was Noel Coward. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we'll be doing that. Uh, and of course, after that, uh, we won't be having a chat with Canners, I'm afraid, because as I've already explained, he ain't here. But what we will do, um, Charlie Skillen wrote a fantastic piece in the Mail Online uh, this morning, which... Uh, basically went through the defining moments of the season for Chelsea, i.e., you know, how we got to winning the title. And I, and, I, and actually, I'd like to talk about a lot of that because I thought that's quite mm-hmm. pertinent to tonight. And uh, and then we're going to have a quick Chelsea fancast roundup, as we always do. You're talking about the Leicester game as well? A little bit, in passing. Yeah. I mean, largely, I can't bloody remember it. But I think what we'll probably say is they were shocking in the first half and brilliant in the second, and it was really yeah, useful that they got those three Drogba points. scored a completely wonderful goal. He did. Pretty much and, and in Ramirez. Yeah. So now we yeah. don't need to talk about the Leicester game. You see, we've done that it. Was it. But yeah. it, it is scripted. Now, don't forget, you lot out there, uh, you can also tweet at Chelsea Fancast, or, of course, you can post on the live chat page at Mixler, which you can find Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast uh, during the show and tell us what you think about the games, anything else Chelsea related, the discussion, whatever. But of course, you can listen live as we do this if you're on Mixler rather than having to wait for the podcast to download. Now, another thing that uh, I've got quite fond of doing recently is um, something called me, me dot TV, which is a bit like Google Hangout. And after the show, what I normally do is I go, I leap over to the other side of the room uh, to my computer and I have a little kind of a chat with a few people who come in and join me by video and webcam. And we discuss the finer points of the show and anything else they want to. It's great, great fun. Uh, and it's very easy to do. All you have to do is you need to go to meme.tv, M-E-E-M-E-E.tv, and uh, sign up or, or log in if you've already signed up. And then what you would normally do is you would find uh, latest uh, uh, scheduled me chats. And normally there would be one in there saying 9.15 tonight there would be one. I haven't done it tonight because I have a massive suspicion that my voice is just not going to make it. I mean, last week, I barely managed it, so I might have to mug it off this week, but I what promise... you handle whispering Stanford cheese? I just don't think I can. Okay. I'm just, my voice is going to go by the end of the night. It's that bad. The invisible stuff. You know, you know about this. I do. You know, you're a performance artiste. You know about the voice. Thank you. But anyway, so I might have to mug that off. Uh, so, uh, But next week, I'll, I'll definitely do it. It was great fun last week. It, it's beginning to work. I mean, it works very, very well. Uh, when you have quite a lot of you in there, and there were quite a lot of you in there, either on your little webcams or or just in there as a guest doing instant messages, which which works equally well. Uh, but as I said, it does work when there's about three or four of you who who uh, have got your computer, your laptop, or your desktop, not iPad. I hasten to add, if you've got your computer all wired up for webcam and a mic, does the I can, iPad not work? No, it doesn't work on an iPad, but it works on a, on a desktop and a laptop. But it's great because you can see them and hear them and you can just interact with people properly it's great great fun uh, and as I said I have a suspicion I might not make it tonight so sorry people uh, but I will be back next week and hopefully my voice will have recovered uh, now um, 
other than that, that's it. It's time to have a little bit of our match review and our player ratings after this little break. Right, so, uh, uh, Pilford, as always, from ESPN. I think it was the lovely Phil Lithell who wrote these. I like Phil, actually. Jonathan will hate him. But I like Phil because Phil is the most generous marker of ratings I have ever seen. Or maybe you like high ratings. I can't remember if you, you like low ratings or high ratings. No, it's lower I like. Oh, so you'll hate Phil then. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's unbelievably generous. Yeah, yeah, He's unbelievably generous. Yeah. I mean, unbelievably generous. Um, to, to wit. Such as, yeah. Well, to, to wit. wit. Well Ready? Perfect. Yeah, okay. To wit, yeah. uh, to wit, even uh, Courtois seven, uh, Athbilicoeta nine. Uh, Jonathan's already biting his nails. He's not liking that. Terry eight, Cahill nine. What? 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 Uh, Ivanovic seven, Matic seven, Fabregas eight, Quadrado seven. What? Oh, Jonathan's. He's off. He's, he's out the door. <laughs> he's out the door, isn't he, Dan? Yeah. Come back. Hazard eight. William eight, Drogba seven, and the substitutes. Mikel got a seven, and uh, yeah, Zuma, sure, Zuma, and Luis are seventh and eighth defensive uh, players. Managed to get nil points because they weren't on there well, for long, long enough. enough. Yeah, fair enough. So very, very quickly, Jonathan. Yeah. I know that you're itching to. Well, I got an issue with Quadrado, who is completely out of his depth at the moment. Who just cannot uh, um, achieve anything, and uh, I'm, I'm, give him a go for a bit next season, and probably then loan him out because I don't think anything's going to happen. I don't trust his ability to... What uh, ratings do you agree with or disagree with sorry, in there? Sorry, I've just had my bit of... I know, I, I, I know, but I wanted to just finish wanted to the show that. before um, 11 Hazard, tonight. Hazard shouldn't, got a, couldn't have got, he was He was strangely um, uh, not quite himself. Uh, he should have a seven. Um, um, JT should have a nine. JT was wonderful. Okay. J, JT is wonderful, has had a completely okay. wonderful, marvellous out of this agree. season. Yeah. His remarks about Benitez only playing in... Sorry, yeah. I mustn't yeah. be allowed to mention yeah. that, that name. Um, was that my phone? It was farting. your phone farting. That Canner yeah. saying, yeah, uh, so. "Sorry, mate, I've missed." Oh, it's a lovely message from Andy, uh, Andy Silverman. Andy, it was great to see you yesterday, and uh, it was uh, it was lovely to hug so many people. Yeah. That, you know, as champions. But Andy, thinking of you, mate, because I know you're you're struggling a bit at the moment. But we poorly. love you lots. Yeah, we love you lots. Absolutely. Sorry, Jonathan, to no, cut no, you off no, in your prime. I'm happy to be cut off by Andy Silverman news. Um, uh, yeah, I thought JT was completely marvellous again, uh, as he has been all season. Um, um, I thought I think Dave deserves an eight. What did you give him a nine? nine. Yeah, Aspie nine. got nine, nine and, yeah, and so did Cahill. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they were. I didn't think they were nines. They were pretty. They were, and they're still great. I think they've had wonderful seasons as well. So, is there uh, anything in there that you fundamentally disagree with? Uh, yeah, that's what you wanted me to answer. Yeah, you? I've gone off on one. That's um, all right. Uh, uh, just the Quadrado one, ludicrous beyond belief. Um, or do you give Drogba seven? Yeah, you, you think that's. You think, I'm glad. It's so six. good. It's six. so good to have Jonathan back on the show, so we can have a bit of debate. Debate. Yeah, six. Drogba. You know, awesome. I mean, Drogba. I know you've got, you've got to take your hat off to a 37 year old man who's mostly incapable of controlling the ball. Who? Uh, you know, <laughs> well, it makes a change actually... from having a, a 50 something old man capable of controlling his bladder, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Jose to, Mourinho I've has it easy. Jose Mourinho has it easy. It's true. It's true. Um, 
but uh, yeah, yes, I, 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 um, I think he should have a little less. Right. I mean, in the end, you think, well, he's just become another defender. Okay. We'll talk about all of this yeah, I know in we more I detail. Know. Yeah. But I, I mean, basically, I, I, I just tease it, as well. tease it out of Six. you that it's too Six. bloody generous. Yeah, Is that Six. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dan, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, back four was brilliant, as has been all season. Um, Cadrado, again, fairly anonymous. He's Had a shot. I had a shot. I think he just seems too lightweight. Over. I think he had he, a shot and he fell over. Yeah, I think he seems lightweight. I think he's. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. He did. It dribbled though, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it in fact, when he got there, I went, "Oh, Mikel!" Because oh. the, the woman next to me, I sit next to, hates him. Absolutely yeah. hates. Do you want to try again, Dan? Yeah, I say yeah. If I can. Somebody tweeted Mikel has had five shots in target in six seasons. Just throwing it out there. But I thought Cadrado seems lightweight. He's got ability, but he needs to bulk up a little bit. I think, obviously. He seems to get the first one pulled every game. So I think we'll give him, as Jonathan said, give him sort of six months next season and then loan him back somewhere. Yeah, yeah all but, right. I mean, look, the bottom line with the ratings is I, I actually do think that Phil was a bit generous because at the end of the day, we kind of hung on for a spawny 1-0 win against Palace. Uh, and I think that was, I mean, to give to give Aspie and Cahill nines, I thought was... Perhaps was, he's giving you know, it because of the season. Do you know what I would have done? Seasonal. Do you know what I would have done, JK? I would have yeah. dropped the marks down by one for every yeah for everything yeah. that he's done and I think he would have still got too many I think he would have been spotted <laughs> right okay enough of the ratings um, enough of the ratings I'm gonna I want to have a quick chat just to run through some of the things in the game really I, I agree with you I thought Hazard was quiet he's kind of limping over the line a he bit is. like Chelsea but he I have is. to say when it counts is when he turns up and you know and I I get that impression Dan a bit like Arsenal you know when when he knows that it's just not happening, he just, oh, for God's sake, all right, so I'll just run into the penalty area and get us a bloody penalty. Mm-hmm. And he kind of did that. But the thing about the penalty, I thought it was hilarious, absolutely hilarious, you know, to do a one-two with the Palace keeper just to show how good he is. Yeah, oh, it was beautiful. Because I was like, headed, oh, it's a goal, headed hands. I mean, I think Spironi obviously second-guessed what he was going to do. He was the first to react, which is the important thing. You miss it, you've got to be there to get your header back in. Yeah, it was a dreadful penalty, though. He didn't even do his normal sort of stutter. He just sort of kicked it straight at him, didn't he? Badly. The kind of point where keepers will read his game, because he he does this sort of gentle run-up and just strokes it into the net. If the keeper goes the right way, they're always going to save it, like the one against Maribor. But he was there, he got the header in, and it was a spawny 1-0. That's what we needed. He headed it in the wrong direction. I've scored Possibly. a goal like oh, that. Oh, no, he was trying you, to put you it aim, You aim for the other corner, and it goes off the side, goes in the other yeah, corner. We saw his reaction good. when he wiped his brow. Right, yeah. Few, few. Yeah. yeah, thank but God he did, though. Arguably the worst game of the season, performance-wise. You think home. so? You think it was that bad? It was nervous. It was a bit. It was nervous. I think seminal moment for us. We won the league. All these players at right age have now got the experience. I think next season we could potentially be fighting on all four fronts because they've got over that hurdle of winning a major... They look. They look. Men- I think you've got a point there, mate. Yeah. I think they. I don't think it was a good game, and I think they were. They, I think. I think the issue that we've had this year, you know, people keep on saying that they look exhausted. Uh, for me, it's more. It's mental exhaustion. Yeah. I think they found it really quite hard to cope with but the also, pressure. Also, I think the last few games, not having a proper striker, has meant not having a well, proper striker uh, has meant they've had to completely yeah. redevelop the way they've played, which is what he's immensely capable of doing. Marino. It's one of the mm. things he's so fantastic at doing is they don't just play one way he, he, he you know if we need to defend we defend him. Yeah. we need to attack we attack and this has always been my annoying what well, I've got annoyed by people saying oh they're just they're, it's the boring thing isn't it but they can only play one defensive way it's rubbish he just does what according to the players exactly. he's got he's done that at every club he's been at uh, Dan I was going to say the first half of the season the football was absolutely scintillating and then after that obviously Costa got injured got banned lost form Fabregas's game dropped off Oscar's game dropped off so he had to adapt the way we were playing 
to, to win games. We couldn't play phenomenal football. And I think after the Spurs game, when City caught us up, he had we to... We lost that, after the Spurs No, game. there's a massive sea change I'm gonna, I'm after pick, that. I'm going to pick up on that in, in the second part a bit more. I mean, I, I, who, who, like me, thought it was absolutely hilarious that Jose brought on... Basically, we had eight defending, defensive-minded yeah, yeah. players. That was... Yeah. I laughed my cock off when I saw that. I really Literally did. Literally two fingers up to the media. It was, wasn't it? We got, I mean, I sensed it was a bit of a up yeah. yours. I thought it was brilliant. You, did you like? Did you approve of that? I just was pleased that it was obvious we were going to win. You know, yeah. by then I was. Yeah. But I was, didn't you like? There's a sense of naughtiness about that. Yeah, at the same time, I have a sense of relief because that we won it because I, I've I've not found it easy. It hasn't. I mean, it was horrible weeks. those last twenty oh, minutes, uh, mate. I was with Darren. I agree. Up in gate 17, and, and it was, I was just saying, God, I can't bear this. Score another goal so I don't have to sit here pooping my pants for the last no. 20 minutes. But you, at the same time, you know they're capable of lasting 20 minutes and not the opposite. Not yeah, but if Palace goal. had scored a goal in the last minute, yeah. uh, you know, which is they were capable of doing. Yeah, they were. You know, yeah. Dan. yeah, I was going to say, but, you know, that, that would have killed it. But I, I, they had a lot of possession. They were looking for long balls over the top to get in behind the fullbacks. We went so That's, deep. They, they, their, their impact players, like Zahar and Balassi, Really could influence the game. Well, they, he's excellent. He's a very good player. Really player. good player. They brought on the two strikers to give them some you know, knock-ons. But again, we were so deep that the knock-ons were getting picked up by mm. Courtois. That's, that's so been a tactic was, that nearly every team has used against us all season. Is this yeah. booting the ball into, up, into the into the left-hand corner, yeah. Yeah. into their left-hand corner. I, where I, uh, Ivanovic yeah. and Kane. You got the sense after we scored, we we do that. That'd be our game plan to sit back and just soak yeah, up the pressure. We had a yeah. couple couple of breakaways, and William nearly scored. But I think it was, it was a fantastic move that was. In fact, it was a brilliant move. The William shot. Yeah. Right. I just want to. I want to. You know, annoy Jonathan a bit by talking about Quadrado because, as we know, you know, Quadrado has generally not got a lot of love. I mean, my my my, my personal feeling on Quadrado is, I do not want to judge him too early. I think that he is struggling. I think there are a lot of things going on here. Number one, I think he's struggling with the the pace and the physicality of the Premier League. Uh, there's a chance that he may adapt next year. Uh, number two is something has occurred to me recently, which is a lot of it's. Kind of, I was talking to maybe I think it was you actually on the way to the pub, wasn't yeah. it? I think um, we forget this, and I think particularly people of you know your and my generation, we forget what a big club Chelsea are now. They're one of the they're one of the top five clubs in Europe, and they have been for the last ten years. And and I, and we forget that actually when a when a player comes to Chelsea now, having played for a fairly decent side in in Europe or or even here, they have, they're taking a step up. And I, my theory is that a lot of these kind of players, they can't actually handle the expectation and, and the, the pressure. pressure. Because for me, Quadra, I saw Quadrado in the World Cup. I thought he was a decent player. In Syria, A, he was one of the, the best players in that yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. And he's come here and he's looked, he's looked... I mean, I reckon he's about as crap as I am. He's got no confidence. The very fact he won't take anybody on. And he, 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 even when there's an opportunity to take somebody on, he, what he did the other day, he just stopped dead with the ball and passed it back. Mm -hmm. And you go, what are you doing? Yeah. Having said all that, Jonathan, I, I actually, you know, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I know he was picked because, uh, you know, Ramirez was injured. Was injured. Yeah. Pick, pick up on Ramirez really later. Always, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I know he came in at the last minute, but I thought it would be interesting to see him play for a whole game. Yeah. And I actually thought that first first half, I thought he was okay. I mean, by which I mean he wasn't as terrible as we've seen him, but I thought he was okay. And I think it's interesting that the only reason he got taken off, in my view 
was that William can do that job on the right better. And Mikel what he can do better... The whole, game up. the whole game changed in the second well, half. Well, forget Mikel, because he came on way later. But the point that I'm making is this... He came on this, the beginning of the second half. Uh, well, I don't think he did. But he anyway. did come at half time for Cadrado. Uh, I wasn't even pissed then, so I got oh, no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the fact is, William, William um, you know, tracks back better. And the trouble is, when, you have, when you've got somebody playing in that position in front of Branner, who doesn't track back as effectively, Branner gets exposed. He got booked as a result. Balassi was tearing him a new one for parts of that game. So actually, I thought that, you know, I felt a bit sorry for Quadrado. I don't think his performance was bad enough to have been taken off, but I can understand why Mourinho made that change. I disagree with you completely. Well, that's entirely your opinion. And I'll just go to Dan. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a tactical substitution. I was only joking. (laughs) We love you, Jonathan. Thank you. But it was, it was, it it was forced on because of the injury, but he doesn't yet, he's not a a Mourinho player yet because he he can't deal with the going back to... uh, um, yeah, with the track exactly back. he can't that was why I'm uh, why he put Mikel on because the second he put Mikel on the whole pattern of the game changed in the second half because Balassi and, um, and Zahar just weren't in the game as, yeah. as much that was because part, because it was because sorry, it was partly because we, we were defending so deep so they couldn't get in behind yeah, the yeah, fullbacks yeah, that's right. also I think with Kajrado I think a lot of it's physical as well because he, he gets shoved off the ball but too they were early. attacking more what they're also saying is they were, they were they were attacking more once he got the goal though to an extent it's not it, 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 you, it, the whole thing is set up for Mourinho to do right. We'll spend forty-five minutes not attacking as much He's and defending. Confident in the ability yeah. of the team yeah, not to absolutely. concede. All absolutely. right, look, contentiously because I suspect Jonathan will say none of them. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire out a quick uh, man of the match before we go to a break. I mean, my nominations really, I kind of stuck with, you know, what Phil, you know, went no, with. No, so I've, I, my, my, I've nominated my nominations would be Aspie, Cahill, and William. Very quickly, why? I thought Aspie was absolutely superb again. He, he just... I, 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 I was watching the match and I just thought he's like a little terrier. He, you know, if you've ever played football with a small dog, which you know, <laughs> I'm sure most of you have, but particularly a Jack Russell or a terrier, they won't let go of the ball. And if they don't get the ball, they'll just bite your ankles. And Aspie just was the, you know, the human embodiment of a terrier. I thought Cahill had his best game for us for ages. I thought he was commanding, and I thought his reading of the game was absolutely spot on. He was very good. I loved that. Uh, And I I thought William, again, and a little little bit of it is is going back to the Leicester game when I thought he was our man of the match by a country mile. But I just thought his, his, his energy... His adaptability. He played in about three different positions during that game, and I, and I just thought, what a superb player he's becoming. So those are the nominations. I agree completely. However, I would add JT to that. I think e- easily, yeah. I have no, I have no problem with that. So look, okay, those are my nominations. Who are you going to go for as your man of the match, JK? Well, could I add the JT? You can, you can, that? you can choose whoever you want. I'll choose JT because you know I'll ignore it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm going to go for JT, so therefore, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Down as not having a, having no, 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 JT. You, no, because those are just my nominations. Okay, if okay. you want to vote for JT, yeah, thank you, JT. You know, you can invo- you can vote for Bobby Tamling if you want. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be about um, thirty years. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We we sang the Tommy Baldwin song in the Finbury yesterday. Did you? Yes, oh, we did. We came out with all all the old songs. All the old songs. The Kalu song got ran out as well. And we all agree, Benetti is better than Yashin. Yeah, that's right, Dan. Aspe, I think he's. Are you happy with those nominations? Totally, yeah, I think Aspe is just brilliant. If he was playing in his right position, imagine how good he'd actually would okay, be. Okay, all right. Um, God oh, blimey, I'm finding it tough to go this week. I'm, 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 I'm kind of inclined to agree with you actually because I thought Aspe was brilliant. I'm just going to quickly shout out to Vadish and to Jonathan. What, what quick, quickly? Um, I'm going to say Aspe because he did have a great game, and at one point he actually covered for Brana on the right. I don't know if you guys caught. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. 
Marvellous. Okay, well, in that case, because we've got a guest in the house all the way from Chicago, then uh, I'm going to go for Aspie. It's called Chicago. It is. Chicago used, used to be, and all the old westerns I used to like say. like Glasgow. <laughs> I belong to Glasgow. Yes, Chicago belongs to me. Londony. Londony, yeah. Albany, oh, Albany yeah. even. Yeah, Albany. All right, okay, we're going to go for a quick uh, lie down and a massage, and then we'll be back in about a minute or two. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Right, welcome back. I am Stamford Chidge, and uh, of course you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. A Chelsea Fancast which is very much championed, but also rather hungover. Uh, but we're, 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 we're cracked through it. We're, we're, you know, we have the mental... Capacity. Capacity, that's yeah. right. And uh, we, will, we will limp... Can I, can I get straight in there rather okay. than talk about the limping over the line and all this We stuff? are going to limp over the line. You say that much if you do that again, I'll yeah. kick you, so you will be limping well, over if, the line. If I interrupt you... I'll do a chopper on you, a, mate. A, a chopper. Chopper yeah. Harris. Do lots of people know who Chopper is, in fact? Yeah, yeah. Chopper Harris. Yeah. yeah. He was um, the star of that, um, you know, kind of, you know, gore movie, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Remember that Australian film, wasn't it? No, that yeah. was... Um, uh, it was, you know the one I mean. No, no, not talking about the Saw. Do you know, talking of which, I met the yeah. bloke Costas Mandalor, who's the star of the Saw movies Chainsaw, in LA. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, went out. No, no, the Saw. Like oh, Saw, the Saw 1, yeah, 2, yeah, 3, yeah, 4, yeah, 5. Yeah. 25 now, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Brilliant bloke, actually. Good guy. Anyway, Jonathan, I really interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say, um, did he buy uh, Philippe Lewis at the beginning of the season in order to have him play um, left back in, uh, and, and put. Um, uh, so that uh, uh, Dave could play right back and that uh, Ivanovic would therefore either not play or play instead of one of the centre-halves. Because well, so I, I, I find the reasoning behind that very peculiar, that of the, all the three top players that he bought, in this Costa, um, Fabregas and Luis, who were the big buys, who all had huge successes, mm-hmm. um, Luis ended up hardly playing. Obviously, that's because Dave played wonderfully and, uh, and Branagh played wonderfully. But then what was the reasoning behind him buying Luis in the well, first place? That one might be injured? Was it an injury uh, thing or was it... Well, uh, part because Ashley Cole obviously gone, so he needed an experienced left-back. And maybe your theory's right that he thought Branagh could come over. And then one of the centre-halves wouldn't play. Yeah, then he, Perhaps he maybe, had a doubt about one of the centre Or maybe they thought Zuma was going to go unknown for a season. They thought, well, Branagh can play right-back or centre-back. But when Luis has come and he's, he's always done a sterling job, yeah, yeah, really yeah. has. And I, think yeah. I, feel, I feel like Remy, little unfortunately, he's not had more game time. But as, as P, uh, has just been it's absolutely just been flawless. So outstanding. T- absolutely. T- you know, he's so he, wonderful. He kept Ashley Cole out of the team. Yeah. And he's had 18 months of absolutely brilliant football in his in the wrong position, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But then Brennan's been a mental season. So. An athletic commitment. I think, da- I think Dan's got that spot on. I, I agree with you. It's really quite weird isn't it because I mean you know Felipe Lloris is clearly a very good left back but, but it's it's the, hang on the, conund- the conundrum he's got is that you know Branagh has been the best right back in the Premier League all season yeah. and Aspi Aspi has probably been the best left back playing in the Premier League this season albeit in his wrong position so what do you do you go you go with the best players you know and I, and I feel sorry for, for Luis because actually yeah. when I've seen him play I thought he's an excellent mm. player yeah. and I think he's he, he's he's a better attacking left back or right back than than, than Branagh and Aspie yeah. 
telly. But he's not yeah. quite as good that, as that, a Yeah. Well, that, that's oh. equally true. I, I would agree with that, mate. Right. Can we go back to the agenda, please? Yes, and the, I just thought the, I would the thing, bring that up. No, you're so allowed thought, to, Jonathan. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I allow you these. I do. I, I indulge you. But it's a conundrum. I indulge you. It's a conundrum, particularly since all the press, the media go on about how they made all these fantastic signings. That was the best thing that they did. Yeah, but I... And yet one of them... Has hardly played. Yeah, but but that's because the others have been so no, good. No, I and I think the other thing, you know, very quickly, and I don't want to get into this because we've done it before to death. If there has been a weakness in 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 the side this year, it's that a lot of the squad players he clearly doesn't trust. Okay, so that they haven't been able to come in and rest that's players. Why he's kept the twenty-two. I, I don't think that applies to Luis. I think it's more the fact that actually uh, Aspie and Brenner have been so good; it, they're impossible to leave out. Final word on it, right? Um, I think we're gonna. I want to kick this off by the fact that I think uh, we need to state here, uh, for the record, of course, that uh, Chelsea are very much deserved champion champions this year, in spite of what the media and other idiot fans would have you believe. I mean, we won the title with three uh, games to go, which is you know early enough for me. Um, the points gap uh, by the end of the season. Uh, it could be between anywhere in, in ten and eighteen. I mean, we we are close. I think to. We may well beat United's all-time record of a points gap, I think, in the Premier League. We're on for that. Uh, and we, the most number of days. Of well, I was going to say, we will beat, we will beat, beat that. United's. That's done. Yeah, it's that's a given. done. It's a given. Well, we have to wait nine days, yeah. but, but we will have the record. So, you know, I mean, all this crap that they've been speaking, JK, about, I mean, you know, Pellegrino being completely pissy <laughs> yesterday, wasn't he? Yeah, But the thing is, is, is that this might be, he might be dead man walking, so it's a yeah. bit stupid making these statements yeah. about I've got, his I've got, team being more entertaining. Uh, yeah. uh, you haven't won the title, got mate. one thing to say to Pellegrino, P45. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. It's immensely likely that'll happen. It will, will happen. I, I actually, I hope that they keep him for another season because it'll guarantee that City won't be challenging next year. You'd be, it depends a lot if Ancelotti or Klopp or Rogers goes. Yeah. So I think a lot will hap- depend on what happens with other managers on the continent because if mm. Pellegrini is sacked, and they can't get Ancelotti, and they can't get Klopp. Who are they going to get? Well, who Klopp's cares? A, Klopp's likely, isn't he? Who, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I don't yeah. care. They could have, you know, Franny Lee as far as I'm but concerned. To be fair to the media, I've read all the, the papers today because I'm a bit sad like that because when we do something like win a championship or a cup. A bit like the coronation, I, I really, buy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do. I buy all and the, the royal papers. birth. You, yeah, got, you well, saved well, it all for that. I was forced your, your, to look at that. Your boat came of, in this weekend, the, didn't it? You know, royal birth, Chelsea winning the league. Funny enough, the Daily Mail actually. Did you have your little bunting out, perfect because the Daily Mail had pictures of the child on the front. By the way, in celebration of this, this double event, this famous royal Royal double event. John- Jonathan will be having his own street party in Hammersmith later on this week. You're <laughs> all invited. Yeah. You're all invited. Yeah. 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 Anyway, mate, you were saying. Strutting up down the street. You um, were, you're reading all the papers. Yeah, they were actually all very, very pro-Chelsea. I they were, I, weren't I, they? They were. They were very saying the best team had won. So the media actually, although there was this, this blip and this glitch about how boring we were, suddenly went the other way saying actually no they weren't and they they actually all pointed out how malleable a manager he is how competent a manager he is at changing it according to the uh, as i said before the players and the situation which you is, know what uh, i'm i'm really glad you mentioned that because uh i that had not escaped my notice either and i just thought if you if you if you look out there who listen to this show and me ranting about the media quite a lot as you will know um if, I think it's absolutely proof positive that they are just playing a game and it's all a load of bollocks. Because how can they go from so vociferously coating Chelsea and Mourinho off for being negative and boring and everything else under the sun whilst there was the glimmer, 
the sniff, no matter how Arsenal deluded it might have been, that there was actually a title race going on. So once we're confirmed champions, it's all how wonderful. I mean, that just proves to you, it's a collude. I'll tell you what smacks it smacks of to me, which is even more insidious. It smacks of a Murdoch Sky-oriented media con that we have to perpetuate the fact that there might be competition here. And we have to keep... And I said this actually on the show the other week, didn't I? I said I don't think, or in an article, I can't remember, I don't think it's actually aimed at match-going supporters or, or, or the lads like these two lads in the States who, who, who know their football. I mean, you, you can't be here all the time, but you know your onions. I know that. But it's not aimed at us lot. It's aimed at people who only ever watch football in an armchair, who, for, for whom it's just another addition to the package on Sky, for whom it's just an alternative between watching the football or watching some you know, blockbuster movie. It's aimed at those people. And it's and I, I you know it's like the emperor's new clothes and it's about time those pillocks were rumbled but I don't like the insidious nature about it J.K. I really but don't. In a sense, it's it's uh, it's selling the papers, it's selling the the telly, isn't it? You can't. Um, it's going to happen. The the editor isn't going to say you write what you feel like. The editor is going to say you write what's going to make us the money. You know why? This is why I love um I uh, the International Business Times for whom as. You know, there are people yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest who know that I write for it every week, who may have also noticed that unlike decent uh, outlets, they are actually away on holiday today because it's a back holiday, so my article has not been posted up. But that aside, um, they're very nice because they let me write about whatever I want. Isn't that nice? Rare. It is wonderfully rare. They've never once, Gareth actually, Gareth's a lovely, lovely bloke, a big United fan, proper one, mind, you know, he's a mank in other words. Um... Anyway, so, uh, no, he, he's lovely, and he lets me... He's never once said, no, I don't like that. Rewrite it. He's always said, brilliant, love it, mate. Carry on. Like, isn't that wonderful? Lovely, lovely. Anyway... Is, uh, is there a big readership? <laughs> dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> Only a dramatic pause if you pick your pen up. Shush, don't ruin the illusion. Uh, well, actually, um, I've no idea, mate, but I, I've noticed on the on the... Well, certainly on the one of the fancast, uh, you know, Facebook groups, a lot. They, the, the articles that I post up there from IBT get a lot more hits and things than a lot of the other stuff we put up. So, who knows? Who can say? Hope. Anyway, um, I want to pick up on something that you two boys were talking about a minute ago, uh, That's nice. which um, I think is a very, very pertinent fact. Actually, it does relate to that whole boring, boring football rubbish that, that most of the idiots have been pervading for the last few weeks. Everybody seems to have forgotten conveniently, irrespective of the fact that, you know, strategically and pragmatically, one just has to win. It's all about winning and getting the right number of points to win the league. Everybody seems to have conveniently forgot the injuries to Costa and Remy, which basically takes out our two main strikers and leaves us, as Jonathan said, with a with a 37-year-old man who had dodgy ball control, wasn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. at best. And I think the other thing they forget is how Fabregas' form dipped considerably uh, for about two months. Now, my contention is is that any other of the top four or five teams that may, may have been competing for the title, had they lost their best two strikers and their best creative midfielder, do you think that they would have won as many matches as we have? Or do you think they would have combusted? Well, you look at City without Aguero this season. Nowhere near yeah, the team absolutely, they were. Absolutely. Look at Liverpool without Sturridge. Yeah. Classic again. Jonathan, would you like to come up with an example? Uh, no, I think... United without Rooney. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say. 
or the hair bear bunch. Okay, we'll move on then. Uh, in which case, in which you know, this is great. I tell you what, if, just think, if I did a show every week with Jonathan where he agreed with me, it would last ten minutes, wouldn't it? Okay, we'll move on then. Thank you. Noted. What's that? We do that in meetings. Carried. No, motion carried. No, to say no, I don't agree with you. But at you all. normally do. No, I think it's the perfect. first time in three years you ever agree with me, mate. No, I was on something else. I was actually thinking of something else. I was thinking okay. how to get my Queen's Park Rangers story. You were having a condor moment. Was, by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah. For, for the, for the, yeah. That's one for the teenagers, yeah, isn't it? Very much so. They won't get, get that one. <coughs> now this is yeah. something that you, you and I might be a gag because at school you used to say we're having a condor. Well, I always used to say that, of course, because I always want for a knob gag. You know me. Yeah. Anyway, your mummy. I must get my Queen's Park Rangers story. Oh. Oh, he's on fire yeah. tonight. Oh, I've missed you. I'm sitting at half, on the halfway line at, in the Ellerslie road, road stand. Cause my oh, you're going to tell it now, are you? Came, no, no, no okay. I wasn't going to buy it. I thought I'd give you a taste. Okay, a teaser. A teaser. Can you do it? Yeah, can you just send me your class? Yeah, you get me a Can you tease it in a voiceover style? No. Okay. And I can say, well, I could give you a... I'll give you a... Basically, what he's saying is... No, wait, wait, I'll do it. I'll do it. Unless I pay it. 15 minutes, there's going to be a story about Jonathan Kidd and Queen's Park Rangers. Lovely. Okay. Um, now, before that, I'm going to give you a chance to disagree Monday, with me thoroughly. Monday, 7.45. Chelsea Fancast. That's in a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> right, then I'll do it in a minute, then. Um, yeah, come on. What you right. Say? No, I, I just kind of, you know, a bit... I've got I the, never use that voice? I've got the hump. I've got the hump about uh, people digging, uh, not looking at you particularly, Jonathan, but people digging Drogba out, a man... As you said, who is, is very See, old I at thirty-seven? He's got a completely wonderful goal. I know, I know. He's much better. But a lot of people, a lot of people have been, and and and, and I think it's it's time to praise Drogba, not to bury him. And no, uh, but come on, hang on, just hear me out. No, I'm first. hearing you. I'm hearing you. You're, you're not speaking to the mic. No, well, it doesn't matter. I, just, I'm, I mean, I, anyway. I'm glad you're, you're not. Spe- I'm, I'm actually glad you're exactly. not speaking Perfect. to the mic. But when, when I do I'm want you off mic, I agree. You are off mic. Then I can't see you. I don't know. Is your mic? You, 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 this is the thing about you. So I can't understand. You know. Should I get very close? Oh, to that's it, then? way too loud. Wow. <laughs> As that song said once, <laughs> too loud, man. Too loud. <laughs> too loud. Yes. Anyway, that's look. Some, that's a deal. It's a deal. They like come and I want to go home. That's right. Okay. Anyway, listen. Me, Shush, me, Jonathan, please. They like come. He says, I, I kind of want something like, like a, a, a some sort of a hypodermic needle to yeah. like shove <laughs> into him to like <laughs> keep him calm. Forty-five seconds, please. Anyway, look, Drogba. I just think it's it, it's about time we praised him instead of burying him because actually, as I said, I think you have to. Okay, you can argue to the cows come home about the the validity of of having a thirty-seven-year-old as your third striker and all the rest of it, but this is not what I want to talk about. I think the point is this: is that in our hour of need, you know, he's he, he, he's done the best he could. And I'll tell you what I really appreciate. And this actually has more to do with the Leicester game, really. This is what kind of piqued my annoyance about it, because I was at home watching it, you know, when I got home from that yeah, meeting and all the rest Twitter of it. went mad about how dreadful he was. Yes, they were. You know, he was up there. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to hear Dan's perspective on this in a sec. But I was on Twitter a lot when I watched that match, and people were going absolutely mental about how awful he was. And then, of course, he scores, which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And not only does he score, but he scored a really good he's goal, I thought. A cracker. A proper but, cracker of a but, just, but the other thing, very quickly, and then I'll, I'll move on, is that, you know, when we played without a striker the other week, I can understand why I did it, but the thing is, when you, when you play a proper number nine, it doesn't matter how old and incontinent he might be, he knows where to be. His positioning is going to be in the right I place. So he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna actually occupy a defender or two, and no matter how immobile he is now, he makes a nuisance of himself. He also knows how to defend. He also is a great leader. He also has great game management. There was a point yesterday that was absolutely brilliant, and uh, um, I, I share it with you. There was a moment where um, 
just to waste a bit of time. He kicked the ball away from Spironi when he was trying to like set up for his goal kick. Got a booking for it. Well, it might have been another match. Couple, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but he got a booking for it, but took the booking knowing that it was 50-50 whether he would do. But he also knew that, that late in the game, the referee would forget to add on the time that he had wasted. You get that from a 37-year-old with that kind of experience. And I just think we need to appreciate, actually the way he's, he's helped the team out. He might not be the drug that we know and love. He might not be capable of scoring those goals, although Leicester might disprove that. But I just think a little bit of appreciation needs to be in there. Yeah. No? I would disagree with you. Okay, go away. Go on then. Fine. I just think that a team as, as competent as Chelsea, having a... Have, I've got to get close to the microphone. I'm not apparently close enough. A team as competent... Should I speak like this? No, no speak okay. normally, speak but normally. close okay. to the mic, you mug. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think a team as as um, as superb as what, what what we're aiming for, which we want them to be the best possible team. Now, it, when when he when he had Drogba as the third striker, we didn't think that he would be playing an enormous amount, particularly not this stage of the season for the last games. Now, the, Mourinho's genius is he's made it work, and the one advantage that Drogba's had is he's fantastic defensively. So he's added an extra you agree he- with me on that, head then? to it. I agree with that. It was brilliant. No. Yeah, but you, you're not going you know, to... As, as Chid stuffs chips into his mouth. So I know I've got a bit of a moment to speak, at least. And uh, I get to speak now, Chid. No, then the <laughs> chips will fall out. Um, yeah. Oh, I've been given the finger. Oh, dear. Um, but so... Uh, I, I just I, it never occurred to I'm sure Marina that both Remy and Costa would be injured and in fact I'm so worried about Costa I, I, I'm worried in fact that ne- next year they may have to buy another um, I totally agree I'm going to talk about that, about that later on I'm, okay I'm, yeah I'm going, I'm okay, going to cover that anyway later. so my worry is, is that and, you know I love Drogba and Drogba has been wonderful and marvellous and, and he, he rolled back the years completely by scoring that superb goal in the Leicester game which suddenly you thought yes top player but you cannot have um, you know, despite this, you know, we still ended up mm, champions. Disagree. But they, uh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't tell me why. You just said it's that. easy to say disagree, isn't I'm it? Sorry, but, just, I'm, I'm sorry, but for those of you watching in black and white, Jonathan's face was a picture when he got a bit of dissent from. from <laughs> yeah. I mean, he almost gave him a yellow card for dissent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you cannot have that happening next season. It just cannot happen, whether he plays for us. Yeah, you know what? I'm, you just I'm, cannot okay, have right, it ever right, right. again under Mourinho. I agree, but that was not the point I was making. I said at the start that well, you, were you, could, argue, you could argue that to the cows come home, and absolutely you are right. You can just judge on what you've just seen for the last two months. And, and yeah, but we, you, should, hang on. But we Dan, shouldn't be having this conversation. We shouldn't be saying, should, ah, listen, he's listen, all right, he's Dan, an old bloke, it doesn't matter. Jonathan, we say that about you when you're on the podcast, so why can't you extend the same guys as he did isn't playing for Chelsea. It's better. It's more important than yeah. that. It's much more important than on the matter of life and death. It's more important. Dan, come yeah. on. You, you, yeah, you, I, I you, just, you agree with the old, disagree with the old I, codger. I think, so come on, have a go. I think we. Which one's the old codger? <laughs> you, you're Oh, me. All oh, right, right, right. Finished? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was heavy. It wasn't as good timing as the other one. I know, I Very good. Listen, we knew what we're getting with Jock when he came back. He was always going to be the third striker. We lost Ashley Cole. We lost Frank Lampard. We only had really JT of that mentality in check. Jobba came in to do a job, to just to take these players over the line. And when he's coming, yes, he's not been a job before, but he's done a job. The QPR game right at the end, he was you know leading for the front, heading balls away. Okay, Leicester, he didn't have a great game, but he scored a goal and he's got us there. It's it's, it's difficult. Really Answer what I said at all. What? He, he, he brought in to do a job. We lost Lampard, we lost Cole. No, no, brought, that wasn't the job he was brought in to do, which was he's, to play play for the last 
how many games at the end of the season. I mean, hopefully you'll bring Solanke in. I went to the Youth yeah. Cup final the other day. Solanke was terrible. I couldn't tell you I how would, bad Solanke was. I wasn't expecting the Jogba of old when he came back. I was expecting an older, experienced version to come in when needed and do a job. And pretty much he's come in and done a job. But I, I'm going to say this to both of you because I think you're both missing the point here is that you can't sit here arguing about, you know, fantasy, which is the fact that we perhaps shouldn't have had him in the team from the start in the first place. I think you get, you know, most Chelsea supporters will probably agree with you with 2020 hindsight. You can only argue on the basis of what is reality. And the reality is, is that whether we like it or not, Drogba has been our third choice striker this season. And in my opinion, when he has been called upon, if one is realistic enough to look at it and say, yes, he is not the Drogba of five years yeah. ago, I still think that he has done a superb I, job for I the team. Said, I think he has done So you and I agree. I said, yeah. Right, I'm going to move on because actually there's a very serious point. Jonathan will appreciate this. Now, I hesitate to say whether Jonathan was in fact old enough to have seen him play at Stamford Bridge. But of course, um, some awful news about poor old Jimmy Greaves yeah, today. That he's had a very, very serious stroke and is in intensive care. Um, now, um, I never saw Jimmy Greaves play my dad did, and he said he's the best forward he's ever seen play. Exactly what my old man said. Yeah. He said he was outstanding. And I think it's always airbrushed out of history that he actually probably arguably had his best uh, time at Chelsea as, as, you know, as a very young player. His goal record, scoring record, was phenomenal. Um, and, and we basically mucked up totally by letting him go. And we should have actually got him back when he, he only stayed at AC Milan for a year and didn't really want to be there. Um, so I think Jimmy's heart is, is, is Chelsea and it's yeah. very sad news Jonathan don't you think yeah awful very sad yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw him you did see him play I wasn't sure if you I was, I was kind of being a bit cheeky but I, yeah, I thought you might have done yeah. yeah I have no recollection of it of course yeah do you know what funny enough my dad's knee I saw him score four goals yeah my dad's ah knee. well there you go because I had a quick uh, uh, text with my old mate Phil uh, Psycho Phil this morning and, and, and Phil saw one of the first games I think it was his first game at Chelsea was Jimmy Greaves' last game where he scored four. I think it was against Forrest, wasn't it? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. And my dad... I have to ask my dad. Yeah. And my dad's, you know, for the whole, you know, watching Chelsea for 50 years, he said Jimmy Greaves was the best the forward. Best. Yeah. And he said even, even the great players that came after him, he still make his all-time Chelsea eleven. I, I do remember somebody shouting out, you know, Greaves, you've done nothing this game. And then he immediately scored. Yeah. And they were saying that was but that's what he, what he does. used to do. Yeah, and he scored, then he scored another one. Do you know? It just you know that was always the case. Funnily enough, the other irony uh, yesterday, Phil was wearing his Jimmy Greaves replica shirt in the pub, wasn't he? When we saw him, the one. Yeah, yeah, with the number eight on the back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, best wishes to yeah. Jimmy Greaves uh, on, Jimmy. and his family, and I, and I hope he makes a recovery. Because uh, just actually, finally, quickly on that point, every every TV program I've made about football where. You've kind of profiled players from the past. Every time I've done one and it's involved Jimmy Greaves, I've always tried to find as much archive footage of Jimmy Greaves scoring goals for Chelsea and tried to ignore the fact that he played for Spurs just to try and redress the balance. Well, yeah, you know. Oh, that's brilliant. Lovely bloke. Right, um, very quickly, because we've got to go to break in a couple of minutes, but I think... We can't, uh, we can't ignore uh, the fantastic atmosphere in the stadium yesterday, uh, particularly the middle of the East Middle, which I, I, I was rocking, apparently. Um, but uh, I love the Chelsea medley, Jonathan, uh, getting a bit of a shout-out to Zola, Osgood, yes, Johnson, yes. Hasselbank. I kept listening, thinking, which one have they left out? I know. I was it was Come a bit on, like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But the other thing I, I think, you know, and I've mentioned this nearly every week since, of course, but I, I just hope we can carry on what has been a really decent atmosphere in the last few games. I mean, the Matthew Harding app has been rocking uh, due mainly to the whole Matthew Harding's Blue and White Army thing. But, I mean, Dan, what do you you reckon? Do you think we can keep it going? I hope we can. Yeah. Uh, I think the the next two home games are going to be not not a damn squib, but it's going to be sort of Arthur Lordmayor's show. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see who he plays as well, you know, whether that theory of whether he's going to play... uh, 
any of the youths. I'm, yeah. I'm not convinced. Well, we're we're going to talk about yeah. that in a minute. What about the atmosphere? Oh, yeah, I mean, was it was it was it any deep? Was it decent in the East oh, Middle was, yesterday? Well, what I, what I love about listening to the um, for being in the East Middle is that is that all the the um, away support all think that nobody's singing, and they always go. Um, you know, we didn't know you were here, what, yeah, or, yeah. You know, et cetera. Well, uh, they, and, and, uh, shall we sing a song for you? Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. said, yeah. who the fucking hell are you? Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. thought was very appropriate. Well, you can say that on radio. Well, I just you? have. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the one about the thought of that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, so I, I was trying to be very... Um, professional. Yeah, professional. Get, <laughs> yeah. Not actually say anything like that. Yeah, but um, um, yeah. And so, and I was thinking, yeah, but we've just heard the... Uh, Matthew Harding has just gone yeah. absolutely mad. So why didn't they hear that? And I think it's just the acoustics I think the acoustics don't help. There is that. The club are always looking into ways as, as to how they can help and improve that, but I think it is oddly quite difficult. I think it might be to do with the different heights of the of the stands, yeah. maybe. But it's I mean, just the enthusiasm of the moment. I mean, I think that the yeah. last few games, that the uh, particularly the Matthew Harding, uh, um, I don't know whether it's lower or I think it's both together, have been fantastic. Yeah, they have. Well, it's yeah. all to do with this Matthew Harding's playing my army, yeah, Matthew yeah, Harding's yeah, playing my yeah, army, and yeah. I mean, in all my years of standing in Gate Seventeen, I've never seen anything like it where. The entire Matthew Hart, I mean, I know the lower are always great, you know, yeah. but the entire Entire-ia. upper, all yeah. the way around to yeah. our end, which is Only like the land of the living at, dead. Um, at the Emirates, that was just going yeah. on and on and on the second half, yeah. non-stop. Yeah, it's brilliant, you know, and, and I just hope, I mean, finally, basically, finally, we found a song which the uh, the senile dementia sufferers that is the Matthew Harding upper can actually know the words to and remember yeah, them. Understand it. And, and even and if fit, they can't remember the words, with. they can still clap yeah. like this. Yeah. You know. Well, that's why, in a sense, the Williams song is so good because it's got some clapping in it. Yeah, but um, it's a bit complicated. That it is a bit like the yeah. Fabregas is. Yeah. And the oh. other thing, Fabregas is mad. Will my you old idiot? Man's a I know, but that's fine. But will you idiot people under the it's age not. of thirty stop singing it so flaming fast? Is this true? You know, Fabregas is magic. He wears a magic hat. He could have gone <laughs> No, slow the damn thing down, <laughs> guys. That's what their girlfriends say as well. Yeah, you I think, think it's yeah. going to be six five special. Actually, will be the next one. He's got a point there. It is a bit like a, you know, and you know, you, the, the whole speeding up of it. Maybe they're getting too excited. Well, perhaps it's what not. they need to do while they're singing the Fabregas' magic song, think of you, count the Arsenal eleven from the George Graham era backwards, and that will make you sing it slower. Mm. Okay, who are yes. we starting with? Um, Merson. Smith. <laughs> this is a bit like uh, Ian Culverhouse on that programme on TalkSport on the Sunday. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Uh, I think on that very high and happy note, we're going to go for a very quick break. And then we're going to be basically having a chat about uh, the defining moments of the season and what next for the mighty Chelsea. Speak to you lot in a minute. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Okay, welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. You are listening to Chidge. You are listening to Jonathan Kidd. And you're, of course, listening to the lovely Dan Silver. Uh, but you're not listening to Paul Cannaville because we don't know where he is. As I said, send an APB out for Paul Canner's Cannaville. I hope he's all right. Anyway, um, just picking up from where we left off, actually, in the last part. Um, you know, I, I, in, in lieu of, uh, of Paul not being here, I was going to have a nice 25-minute uh, chat uh, with Canners about stuff. But um, all I need to do now is find the bit that I was going to talk about. But no, Charlie Skillen actually wrote a fantastic uh, article in the Mail Online today about... Um, 
kind of defining moments in the season. And, and I think it'd be kind of really interesting to get your, your take on that. But to kind of uh, run through it briefly, uh, kind of point by point, Charlie's first... By the way, actually, people out there, I think Charlie's going to be on the show next. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Week, He's certainly scheduled to be so, as is Dan. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, so that's two down, one more to go. We've got Mark next week. I can't remember. I oh, no, we've got, we've got Clive, Clive O'Connell oh, next week. Good, good company. There we go. Yeah. So anyway... I think Charlie starts this off perfectly, and actually a lot of the people on the media have been coming out with this today, that, you know, that basically we, we you know, we got in there early. I mean, even before the season had started with, you know, Josie had plugged the, the two holes, which were getting a decent striker and getting a more creative midfielder, and of course he, he got Costa and uh, Fabregas signed up really, really early. I mean, would you would you agree with that, Dan? Was yeah. that, that was the start? I mean, we kind of won it before the season started, in a way, haven't we? Absolutely. To get your new players integrated into the squad from day one of pre-season is so important because they, they, they hit the ground running rather than coming in a week before you know, the deadline. So that was crucial. Mm. Crucial. And, and great business. You look, you know, Fabregas assists, Costa's goals. Had he been fully fit, he could have hit 30, I think. Yeah. I think the interesting thing, JK, is that they worked. You know, it, it's really good to to see a club making two really important, vital signings that are going to plug the holes from the year before, but they actually then deliver. And I think it's, I think Dan's point's right about Costa being injured, but you know, bottom line is when he was fit and firing, he was superb. And I think Fabregas, albeit his dip in form recently, has also been superb. They have been 
the solution to the problem, I, haven't they? I don't think uh, Fabregas had as much of a dip in form. I mean, probably some stats would disprove it. But I, no, I think I, the stats actually uh, prove that he's been fantastic all season. Yeah, ironically. because I, 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 uh, I can tell my Queen's Park Rangers story now. You can. I was, uh, off you go I, I was uh, in the Ellerslie Road stand because uh, I was actually. Um, uh, it's, it's slightly longer than I wanted it to be, but I said, my, my, the window cleaner said, uh, he said, Jonathan, I'll get you, I'll get you a ticket. And uh, on the on the morning, uh, the, on the morning, I said, have you got me the ticket? He went, oh, I've forgotten all about it. Oh, he said, don't worry, I'll get you one, I'll get you one. He's got restricted view. He said, I went, oh, okay. So he got me, he got me a ticket amongst Rangers fans in the corner, restricted view. So hang on a minute, were you the one yeah. throwing coins no, in wait, that wait, corner? No, no, wait, 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 okay, I was there, right. I was there. And then with five minutes to go, I got a phone call. You know, thank goodness for modern technology. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, my mate, he said, his uh, his son's at um, uh, a wedding. It's a free seat. He said, you come down, come down, sit in the Ellerslie Road stand. He said, I'll pass it through the uh, the fence. So I left and went out, passed it through the <laughs> fence. I went in there, sat down there. I am on the halfway line. Oh, right. In the Road and, and smelling, I'm smelling the grass here. I'm, it's just the nearest I've ever been, other than when I was little and, uh, you know, four foot. Nothing. Quick, quick interruption. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right because like like me, you sit. Uh, well, I mean, you're not as much in the gods as I am, but I've always noticed that whenever I've been to Chelsea and I've sat in the lower tier near the front, you smell the grass. You smell the grass. That's right. And I'm always like, of it. but yeah, also the player, the players are next to you. Yeah. And you go, oh, God, it's this Branner, Branner's. Oh, Branner's enormous. Black. I hadn't realised how yeah. huge he was. It's got but the then, arse of a small country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, anyway, I got my phone out and I started taking. Uh, I started taking pictures yeah. and. Um, uh, I got a good one of Brandon and I thought, oh, I better take one of Charlie Austin, otherwise they'll think I'm a Chelsea fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took one of Charlie Austin, and there was the great moment where um, where where Branner was uh, went to take the throw, and this hand appeared in front of him and did a, a rather agitated oh, sign yes. in front of him as if he was informing him what he felt of him. Yeah. Are we allowed to say the? the I think he called him a banker. Uh, a banker, indeed, yeah. a yeah. banker sign, a big which went on and, and on, on and, and on, on until a steward came along and took the took the hand away. And really, Br- Branner rather enjoyed it actually, okay. and the same thing happened to poor Oscar in the corner. But yeah. um, but but, but, but the, the gist of the story is that, that watching Fabregas, it was a really. I mean, I thought that was a. I thought the win was great because they were really up for it, Rangers, and the hatred yeah. around me was yeah. the the woman next to me. Some bloke actually shouted out. I wanted to say to me, he got it wrong. He said, "John Terry said you." He said, "He said you rapist, you rapist." And I want to say to him, no, no, I think... That's racist, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got the, the C and the P in the wrong way. They're not very bright, are no, they? No, well, I didn't feel that. I just felt yeah. the hatred. Yeah. Yeah. But and the woman next to me was very pleasant. She said, oh, yes, my son. She said, my son's off at a wedding. And then immediately she said, John, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That is quite funny. Yeah, sweet little woman next to me. You um, know what it is, but, don't you? But, sorry, let me finish. A, go on, then. Finish, finish, yeah. oh, sorry. The, the Fabregas thing was, Fabregas was phenomenal. Just watching him up close, then he nicks the ball away, moves it, and the little triangles they were playing by the side of the pitch were just, which we see from yeah. above, and you think they're good. In close up, the moment Speed, where somebody's actually, coming yeah. in on them, they just flick it to the yeah. side, get out of the yeah. way. And Dave, Dave, the triangles were Dave Fabregas and somebody else were playing, it was, would have been Hazard playing, were just phenomenal. And I just, I thought, I thought Fabregas was so superb. And yet, at the end of the game, they said, oh, he had a bit of a quiet game. I thought he was just controlling the yeah. game everywhere. Good sorry, you were saying what the uh, I can't remember. But oh, I like sorry. your story. Thank I mean, you. you managed to sit on your hands, all right? Well, I always do. I'm an actor. I, I, I'm an actor, I, I thought, yeah, that's true. I mean, I thought maybe if you'd have been really clever, uh, then you would have been one of the people throwing bottles and coins at the corner just to try and get the QPR fans <laughs> yeah, into yeah. trouble. You yeah, see? I should have done that. Agent yeah. kid. Yeah, that would have been clever. You should have done it's Anyway, too far away. I was, can the, we, I was on the halfway line. Can we move along? Because we won't get through all of this otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we kind of also covered, uh, you know, 
well, not, we haven't really covered Charlie's second point, but he, he makes the point that, that Chelsea was straight out of the traps at the beginning of the season. Well, Neil Ashton in the in the mail, who's his mate. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wouldn't go that, go that far. Colleague. He's been colleague who's been very, very rude. They're in the about, same building. rude about Chelsea all season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Put, wrote an article He about, did, actually. Once right, again, good one. Yeah, yeah. It was all about yeah. how out on the ball yeah. the whole of Chelsea were but with targeting the players they wanted going to see them early and uh, and also even the, the, even weirdly um, where they went on tour because they, they were in Austria last year mm. and all the other top teams w- were miles away yeah. were all around the other side of the globe and he thought that therefore they'd start, start off less knackered exactly fresher because I think yeah, his, whole, his whole money spinning tours to the Far East are great for a commercial point of view yeah. when it comes to players fitness Ain't that crazy? Because we got somewhere in the US, haven't we? Next season, yeah. next preseason, and then we got a couple of home friendlies. But I think this whole going to Asia or Australia is great for the the fans and mm. that. But for the actual longevity of the players, I think they do. Have I effect. think it was very smart, you know, not going abroad. Actually, in the mm. summer, I agree with you, and it got them together and and got them focused. But I think. I, I love the way that they laid down that marker in that Burnley game with, with some fantastic football and that beautiful goal that Sherla scored. But I think the other thing for me was that autumn, you know, uh, the way that they handled the United and the Liverpool and the Arsenal games. I think, I think particularly the, the Arsenal game where they won that 2-0 and yes. never looked any trouble. Yes, but that, that really set the stall out for me for the rest of the season. Um, interesting, wasn't it, around that time that Mourinho... Uh, started digging the fans out about the atmosphere. It was the QPR match, funny enough, yeah. coming full mm. circle, other kind of the we, other we way. Have to put up with that chant every time. I, well, you know, I think we went into it at the time, but I thought it was. I don't know. I still don't know what to think of that. You know, I mean, in some on on some level, mate, I think it was actually. I think it was quite clever. I don't, I'm not actually. Sh- it was so clever. I don't. I, I actually think he didn't realise how clever it was well, because we all talk about it. Though, yeah. We, so. Well, I think. I mean, you know, being on the trust and everything. I mean, I remember at the time that we we seized on it as an opportunity to raise the the bar with the whole atmosphere issue and the safe standing issue, and we got a lot of mileage out of that. And as you say, it worked. People started to you know liven up a bit, didn't they? Well, apart from the East Middle well, Middle, obviously. Something that, yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely, goodness. They woke up for a minute or two. Yeah, I actually <laughs> sing, I sing, we're top of the league. We're top of the league. We're top of the league. No, 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 not we're top of the league. We're top of the league. I like that league. one. You were top it's a completely different song, but we've won the league. We're top of the league. We're top of the league. Because we don't quite understand what anybody else is singing. What are they singing in the we're top of the ground? We're singing. They're singing. We're Topoli, sir. Oh, we're, we're singing. <laughs> we're Topoli. Well. Like, oh, God, your grammar's awful. Yes, we're we're Topoli. Who's Topoli? Is he playing for the team lovely, today? Lovely, Topoli. lovely. No, I always go. So it's we're top of the league. We're top of the league. I sing. We're top of the league. Why? We're top of the league. Just for the sheer hell of it. You auditioning for bagpuss? <laughs> Shits and giggles. I'd like funny. I've been the mice. Jonathan Kidd's yeah, mechanical yeah, yeah. mouse organ. Yeah, the, the yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Another one for the teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. You're an absolute nutter, Jonathan. I've really missed you. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was actually in a funny sort of way. It was quite a defining defining moment of the season, wasn't it? Really, you know, because. It could have arguably been the end of the the Mourinho honeymoon period, yeah. but I, I, you know, I think, I think we took it the right way. Actually, I think I think we as supporters handled that very well. Yeah. I mean, I agree with jo- Jonathan Dan. It was a real pain in the arse because every flaming game forever afterwards, including yesterday, Mourinho's right. right yeah, fans, fans are shite. Yeah. Uh, you know, absolute rubbish. You know, but anyway, Dan. Yeah, I, was, I say it's constructive criticism from Joe. So everything he says is is well thought out. And I think he, just the right side of not criticising us too much. He was, we need better atmosphere. He wasn't saying we're crap. He was just saying we need a better atmosphere. And it had, had the desired effect. 
because we have become a little bit blase possibly mm-hmm. i know there's the issue with the tourists and so on and so forth coming to the ground they, you know on the ipads they don't sing a song but that's what you get you know we've our fan base has increased from an average of what right. 10, every 12, big yeah. club has that issue exactly exactly it's, it's not a chelsea thing it's a football thing generally i found the atmosphere has been pretty good well i Go on, sorry. For for most of the season, I mean, well, I sit West Lone. We're not the most vocal of stands, but at least myself and. Well, apart um, from your mate that moans all the time, he's quite. Oh, vocal, Andy, yeah, he's he's moaning on Sunday as well. Was he, he was moaning. Oh, two hours on the train, uh. but anyway, and Theresa McGee, <laughs> it's four hours, four hours in front of me. How more vocal I was at, um, at a, a, other than the Arsenal than the Rangers game at the um, the uh, the uh, the Emirates. It's easier to be vocal when you're surrounded by people being vocal. Well, yes, the, 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 the away fans are very different. The away fans are Every the real time. hardcore Chelsea who go. You know, overland and see week in, week out. Leicester game, the atmosphere was the way and was fantastic. Yeah, it sounded. And in fairness, Leicester fans were really good as well. They, they? were, yeah, weren't they? Really actually, apart from those bloody clappers, damn. Oh, oh, oh and, and the wanker with the drum. And the wanker with the drum. <laughs> yeah, I was so gutted not to be there with you, mate. I just can't believe mm. it. I mean, you know, I have, I, I don't really do much work anymore, as people may have surmised. And you know, to get a flaming job, which meant that I had to go for a meet two meetings that day which scuppered the whole uh, trip up. Because I don't think I've done an away this season. It's the first season I can remember where I haven't done an away. Before you all shout at me about being a plastic, it's down to time and money. Lack of both. Um, So my one way would have been with Dan and all the boys. And I I had to wimp out the last minute. I I mean, in a funny sort of way, thank God it wasn't the title. Yeah. Because I'd have been just suicidal, but, mate. I tell you. But then Sid, Sid is seventy-one-year-old mate. He's getting back there to New Zealand. My loss was their game. Yeah. That was a lovely thing to really hear. Nice. Yeah. Um, talking of away games, I, I, I actually think possibly the defining moment of the season for me was the Stoke away match when mm-hmm. we really basically mixed it with him. You know, when Hazard was getting kicked I, yeah, to Kingdom I, Come. I went to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just that was a really tough December night. It was cold. Yeah. Where Hazard was kicked. They they were. Real kickers, we got really we, huge. We got John Terry scored after the first was it the first minute yeah. I think, and that we won. That's a really big win. Really Can big you do win. it on a cold night in Stoke? That, that yes. was I know we it's used a lot. That was our Blackburn moment that season. It I was think. our Blackburn yeah. moment, wasn't it? I, mean, I always remember that Blackburn away match. I was in there. The, you were there. Yeah. JK, you legend I was behind the goal when you legend uh, when Robin scored that wonderful. They all took goal. their shirts off and they'd all shaved their chests, didn't they? Remember that? I don't remember that. Bit. Well, they'd all they'd all shaved, they'd all had a collective chest shaving and they all took their shirts off and threw them into the crowd. Don't you remember? You were there. Yeah, I was there. I remember that. I yeah. Well, no, I don't all... remember the, the chest having been shaved. It's because you were probably <laughs> taking your away. shirt off and throwing it to their, somebody. I, think, oh, I don't know. Perhaps I'd, mm. I'd left by then. No, I hadn't left. What are you talking about? Nah. Um, I'd never leave for the end. I don't see that. Little... I don't remember that at all. Dickoff was kicking Peter Chamber. Yeah, horrible little shit, isn't it? And he didn't couldn't do much, Dickoff. All he could do was run around very, very energetically. That was his thing. That's what he did. Get in your face. Would you say, Jonathan, that the difference this year, uh, really? I mean, you know, the 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 one fundamental the difference that we have, the one player that I think his consistency has been fabulous, but his ability to unlock the door and 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 I think the mark of a great player is a player who turns up when it really counts. But Hazard. You know, this year has become that player for us, hasn't he? I think he's been superb. Yeah, mm. I, 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 it, the fact he's been fouled more than any other Premier League yep. player tells a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the, I'd like him to shoot a bit more. Yeah. I think I'd like them all to shoot more a goals. Bit more. Yeah. Um, but uh, but even that criticism becomes a bit um, fourteen uh, this season. The Prem. Yeah, become they mm-hmm. still have scored. Large numbers yeah. of goals, and uh, I, you know, and they've and they won the title. So I'm, I'm not going to yeah. criticise that. I just think at occasions where I think there was a period in the season when we slightly despaired of their inability to uh, to put games to what, bed. Like Everton game, for example. Yeah, 
yeah. yeah, when we had to score in the last minute, which um, uh, and we should we were all over them. We yeah. should just have completely. Yeah. It's I mean, the ability of, of getting through teams that park the yeah. bus. I'm mean, going back to Hazard. I think Joe Tweeds in the latest fanzine has got a great article about a conversation that Jose had with um, Hazard's dad about just to give him that edge. He's mm-hmm. a lovely. I think he's a lovely husband, lovely father, lovely footballer. But you you, you want to make him nasty, yeah, kind of thing. And I think more ruthless. Ruthless, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think he's. A, He's a fantastic player, year-on-year year improvement. Yeah. And Joe says a player that will give him that discipline that he needs to make him the complete player. I mean, for me, this is, you know, I mean, you know, we could do a show that lasted for 10 hours about all the wonderful things that Jose brings to the club as a manager. But I think people tend to forget this a lot, actually. But Mourinho makes players better. But not only that, he makes players who are already really, really good. He makes them better. And I mean, if you think about... You know what he did. I mean, you could say that he's made John Terry a world class player. Mm. He's made Frank Lampard a world class yeah. player. I mean, he, Drogba was brilliant when he turned up with us, but he's made Drogba into a world class player. But, uh, he uh, makes great players even better, yeah. Jonathan. But I, I, but I think he has to have some players have the potential to be great and don't achieve it, yeah. and he then throws them out pretty quickly. Such as Sherla was an example. Yeah, I think he had. I think Sherla's more circumstance and, um, and ability. Well, was that? Yeah. In what way? Well, I think he had this illness, which was obviously debilita- debilitating. And he wanted to go. And he wanted to go. He wanted to play. I don't think he, he ever rocked the boat, so to speak. I think Jose did like him because he was a very disciplined player. He was a Mourinho player, but I think the, the virus, which um, Dan Levine spoke about, really affected him. I think yeah, I agree he with wanted, that. He wanted to go. Um, you saw the love because I think there was a vine game around with Jose hugging every player in the dressing room. With you know, you saw the the Jose's got the very public demeanour almost sort of sour faced and sort of the world's against us and the kind of the loving father because there was a vine game where he was hugging all the players in the change room clearly really emotional and I think when he left into Man- it was one of the vines on Twitter after the game he was hugging after Ivanovic game, what, what, and he was giving the high, yeah, high fives to Solanke and um, Loftus-Cheek and there was another vine after the Inter Milan game when he was obviously leaving he was in tears so I think there's a a real emotional side to him we don't, we don't see that often there's a real bond that yeah. I think he oh, there's creates a yeah there's a real you know, but I, I think I think that's part of all good management. Yeah. You know, is to create that relationship. But you he know. keeps that kind of bond. Was it you I was talking to about? I don't know who it was. In, it was because I was pissed, so I don't remember. <laughs> but it might have been you. I was talking to you about this in the pub, Dan. But I think this is the key to great manage. Uh, you know, management is that to instill that kind of loyalty mm. that he does with players. You know, you have to ask a lot of those players or, or whoever it is you're managing, but. You never ask them to do anything that you're not prepared to do yourself. Yeah. On the way down to the road. And quite yeah. often, when they're not capable of doing it, you step up to the plate and lead them through it. And I think that Mourinho embodies that as a manager, actually. Um, talking of which, because he did get a bit... I think the one you know blot on their copybook was the performance against PSG uh, in the second leg, where I think both the team and, and, uh, and Mourinho got it slightly wrong. But I think, weirdly, in hindsight, and Charlie makes this point very, very eloquently... Because we didn't have to compete, uh, you know, in the latter stage of the Champions League this year, you know, we've been able to concentrate completely on the league. And I think that that's really, really helped, you know, for Mourinho to just plot it one game at a time. Less injuries as well. Yeah. Less stress, you know, less tiredness. Mm -hmm. One game at a time, focus exactly on what we have to do tactically for that. And in a funny sort of way, I think it's it's really, really played into our hands, not having to, to compete in the Champions League. The other thing, JK, is that, you know, as we kind of alluded to earlier, I don't think that we've actually had a squad deep enough to challenge on all four fronts this right. year well it, they've they've been wanting haven't they the, he's he makes an assessment of what he thinks is who he thinks is going to survive in the first team and and, and uh, 
some of those who we thought would get in or have a go yeah. haven't. He's made yeah. a decision that they weren't up to scratch. I just don't think. I think there are three or four players in that squad that he just doesn't trust. Yeah, I think it need. Yeah, players, exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, talking of uh, turning moments, and and actually, I think the benefit of you know not being in the Champions League, I think it was really important that we won the uh, the Capital One yeah. Cup uh, against Spurs at Wembley. I think that really laid down a marker. Very much like it did uh, the first time Jose was with us, you know, by winning that first trophy together, yeah. you know, it gave the players a bit of belief, Dan. Yeah, totally. It's that first hurdle. The first cup's always the most important one. And when we beat Liverpool uh, 2005, there was so much made of this is the first of many, this is the taster, albeit it's the fourth priority in our season. It, it was a cup for this, this group of players under Mourinho and it had a huge impact. It gave us a confidence to sort of drive us forward to the league. Going back to what I saying about Champions League Mourinho made a point that it's the first time in four or five years he's not had you know Saturday Wednesday Saturday Wednesday so his whole focus weekly has been on the next game which has enabled him to you know mm. as you say plot the performances and, and you know was it one two drop points in the last six or something so he's, he's yeah. really really was I think we'd have seen a very different team if we'd I think had, we struggled. Had, a, had a long um, yeah Run in. The, I think yeah, it would have. Champions I think League. it would have been very, very tough because yeah. you know we we know what Mourinho is like. If he's in a competition, he wants to win it. So mm-hmm. he wouldn't. I can't. I just cannot see that he would have done any rotating. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the fact that we've not had Remy or Costa fit, I mean, it, I, it, I could have screwed. We could have. You know. I mean, you and I will remember this because we are men of a certain age. But what could have happened to us had that been the case is what used to happen to Leeds United every year. They were always competing for every single competition. And they, at the end of the day, they'd fall at the last hurdle in all of them because they just couldn't cope. They'd get injuries, they'd get fatigue. That could have happened to us, I think, if we'd have been in the I Champions League. That happened to Leeds. I oh, used to laugh loudly, too, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. And it would have could have forced the street and cheer. Yeah. We all hate Leeds and Leeds and Leeds, Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds and Leeds. We all fucking hate Leeds. You can all you. Whenever you get the opportunity to sing that song, as Jonathan will confirm, you just have to sing it, don't you? You have to. You do. It's the best song. It's the law, in fact. For me, it's the best song. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Okay. Just finally, because we've got about five minutes left in this part. I think it's kind of a good uh, chance now to really talk about what happens next. And when I say what happens next, I really mean, you know, in the next three matches. Um, here's the thing, chaps. Will, will he will he play the youth? Uh, it, and by which I mean, will he rest? Because uh, I, think, I think Costa will go off uh, because they need to sort his hamstring out. Oscar's uh, probably is still a bit concussed. Hazard's exhausted. He limped, yeah, he limped on the pitch he? at the end as well. Okay, well, I didn't notice confused that. confused by okay. that. Okay, well, I mean, Costa, Oscar, Hazard, Fabregas, Matic, yeah. I think, uh, to name but five, are all in a massive need of a rest. Here's the thing. Will he take that opportunity and will he play some of the youth? Or what, what do you think he'll do, Dan? I think Liverpool, he'll put a strong team out, irrespective of where Liverpool finished. He'll want to set down a marker for next season and he'll want to go and win it. I think when we play West Brom and Sunderland, yes, I think some of the kids will come in. Some of the fringe players like Czech will probably play the last three games so they can get to 10 for the medal. Philip Louise will probably come in. So I think there'll be some rotation after Liverpool. I think Liverpool, he'll want to win it. All right. Dan so, said it was five. Is it five? five oh, maybe. Oh, maybe they've changed the, the rules. I thought it was 10. But well, no, hang on a minute. I mean, if you, can pick, you can pick anybody in your, your squad of 25 or whatever it is because surely if you've picked your squad of 25, that is your first team. But you have, to have get, certain appearances to get a medal. Have a certain number of appearances. Oh, sorry, I lost yeah. the point totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm think, such an idiot. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, it's yeah. five. It is five. five. Okay, yeah. we'll check. It's five. I think you'll find you know 
Zoom will get some games. Ch- JT will play because he'll want to do 38 yeah. game season. And then I think Czech he, will get a few games. Yeah, Czech will play the last three. I won't be surprised. Yeah, I think you're right. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, you and I were talking about this before we went yeah. on air, and I and I, I you know, there seems to be a, a pretty firm opinion that that he won't change much at all because he likes to win every match. But I remember when we won the title with him before that he would actually change a fair bit, and we we lost against Newcastle. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, remember that? And people complained. And, and Black, Black, Blackburn right as well, didn't White we? Blackburn, Black, Robbie, yeah. Robbie Savage scored. Embarrassing. Um, but that, really, it's a question whether he plays Solanke. Solanke, given the uh, the opportunity. Because, you didn't think he was very no, good. No, I, I watched. Went to the. Uh, but I, I think I think difficult watching the. I think he scored, but they were, the, they were all youths. Yeah, but I think he scored, but the only gag. chance. Yeah, gag. very good. I think he. I think he. Yeah. Uh, tumbleweed. Yeah. I think he. I think. Somebody laughed at that the other day. Did they? What yeah. the tumbleweed or, yeah, yeah, tumbleweed, or the joke? Yeah. Yeah. I think Solanke still scored, but the only chance he got, and that's what a great striker does. Did he did score. No, he, he did. I was watching on the TV. He He's so scored. Well, you may remember I gave you all of those. I know. Uh, which you but, missed. No, but you know Didn't why? Even know. You can't you, get a signal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. But I, 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 as you know, I went back and I favourited every I one, and I loved it. You were sweet and I couldn't get the phone because you, you know, because it doesn't ring. And I know I realised after the show that you'd rung us. Yeah. It was such a shame because it would have no, it would have been lovely. Talking of the squad, actually. You know, I mean, he clearly needs to strengthen in the summer. And I think I'm going to ask you these the, these kind of three big questions and, you know, try and answer them quickly. But okay. why do we need to strengthen? Will we be focusing on the Champions League next year, probably more than the Premier League? And are we on the verge of creating a dynasty at Chelsea, Dan? Uh, dynasty, yes. I think we've got some of the best young players in the world. I think next season we'll be better equipped to challenge on all four levels. Because I think Willie, he'll improve the squad. I think he's probably... Howden Hart thinks he was two or three players short of a squad he can trust. I think there'll be forward definitely without question. A backup goalkeeper because well, Czech's obviously well, getting Mikel to go. go. I think he keeps Mikel because he, he's now qualified as homegrown, I believe. And, and, and the other thing I would say about Mikel, you know, Mikel is a player that he trusts. You know, because he's going to, I mean, he, you know, Josie is going to want to have his first 11 stroke 13, all right? But you have a squad of 20 odd. Now, what Jose wants in that squad are players like Mikel, who, when the shit hits the fan, he can bring in and he trusts them. Not players like Quadrado or Salah or Marin or, you know, name another... Another, oh you know, name, name whoever you want, but there have definitely been players this year in that squad that he's he won't Marin, play. Don't we? God help yeah, us, yes. And Lex. Yeah, but you know what I mean? No, you I know. think he's been let go from there, isn't he? He didn't... No, I can't remember, anyway, but you know, I, I can see that, that that's how it'll pan out. He wants players in the squad like Mikel, who can come in and do a job, not like you know Salah, who he doesn't think can. Um, last point for you, Jonathan. Do you think he's going to concentrate on the Champions League next year, or the PL, or both? I think he'll concentrate on the Champions League. I think going out so early um, was a shock. Yeah, and I think it was also a shock for the powers that be. I don't yeah. think it looks very. I good. heard I had a rumor that they were distinctly not chuffed about it. Actually, oh, indeed. Indeed, they yeah. weren't keen on that. It might have been from that horrible Neil Ashton article that actually was quite a good one. Yes. So maybe we don't yes. believe it. Maybe we don't. But um, I, I, it makes sense to me that f- financially, uh, and also even just from a PR point of view, they have to be seen to get to the latter stages of the Champions League. Yeah, they, we do. Just for the, for the, the business model to work. They no, think, but I think the business model's not qualifying from the group stages. I think that's what they've always said. It, it, well, yeah, but... No, the I, bit... No, the bit... No, 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 no. The business right. model at Chelsea is to get in the quarterfinals, so yeah, we, we oh, would have okay. screwed up on that. I've had that from the horse's mouth, okay, so... Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's an interesting thing, isn't it? You know, I, I wrote in my IBT blog today that 
anything less than getting to the final of the Champions League next year, I think might be seen as a failure. So I think minimum requirement is to... And the reason I say that is that we got to the semi-final last year. Yeah. I think they, he needs to get that team into the final, not necessarily to win it, at least to the final. If he got but, us to the final, he'd win it. Well, but he also yeah. needs to buy several yeah, we know. bigger players. I think that's also that. the he caveat. He a bigger striker, he needs a midfield player. And, and I would say, I can't think you need another defensive player. Yeah. No, but this is particularly, not. they're worried about, they're talking about this, um, the chap from Atletico, what's his name? Okay. Yeah, Koke. But they're talking about also this, this constant rumour that, that Philip Luis will then be sold back. Well, which I, well you I never know. Stranger things have happened. There's a great line. There's a Italian striker called Icardi, so we can have Icardi and Coke next Oh, week. yes. <laughs> I think, and that's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful joke and a great way to end this part because we've got to go uh, and we'll be back in a minute to the round-up. We'll see you in a sec. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Okay, welcome back to uh, the Chelsea Fancast. I am, of course, your wonderful host. Actually, I, I feel I've perked up. I'm Stanford Jude, by the way. I've perked up. My, I feel better yeah, than yeah, I did yeah, before. Your voice has got better as well. It has. Isn't that weird? I've energised you. You have. Uh-huh. You have. It's me. That's the first time I've ever heard it called that, Jonathan, but yeah. it's appreciated. Oh, what did you mean? I have no idea. No. Uh, anyway, so I am sat for Chidge, and of course this is the Chelsea Fancast. We're in the last quarter. I mean, it's, much more like a, it's more like an American football game, this show. We have four quarters now of 25 minutes awesome. each, with a few ad breaks in between. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, now, as Chidge here, as I keep saying, uh, I've got the lovely Jonathan Kidd, uh, who I've missed massively over the last month. It's nice it's to see you back. Sweet of you, thank you. It is lovely to have you back on the show. And actually, I, th- I think this threesome here works quite well. I think you, me, and Dan, there's a good chemistry here. Dan, any comments yeah, on that? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good kind of front three. You do? I think, yeah. I think you know how to deal with Jonathan. The yeah. fun boy three. You know, it is I a bit. Just disagree with me. Completely. Now, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. I mean, have you, have, how many times have you been on the show with Martin recently? I don't think uh, you I have. I did quite a lot with him the the, in the telly. Yeah, but I don't know if I've scheduled you two together much down no, here. No, no. Uh, no it's not remiss, down here at all. remiss of me. I'm not doing it deliberately. It's it's just a bit of luck, really. I've been down here. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, we'll get we'll sort that out. There's only a few more shows left, know, actually. I Three know. or four more shows. We're we doing it again next season. Well, who can say? Indeed. It's a long way in the future, Jonathan. But my intention, as always, is to be back to do the fan cast next season and the season after. Well, it's uh, it'll be our. Hang on. When did we start doing it? Two thousand and eight. So this is our seventh. I mean, if you don't count that season. We kind of came in at the back end of it. We started just before the uh, Moscow Champions League final. So I suppose that's 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So it's still our seventh season. So it'll be our eighth season next year. It's pretty pretty decent, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Impressive. We've won more trophies in those eight years than Arsenal have. What, the Chelsea tro- fan cast, yeah. we won more than you. Yeah. We won an award, yeah. you know. So there we go. Uh, mind you, we did come fourth in quite a few as well. <laughs> there were only four people in it, though, weren't there? No, we, in, the, in some, uh, I don't know, world soccer talk bullshit or something, we, 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 we quite often would come second or third or fourth. We never quite won it, much to my chagrin, because yeah. all the scousers, of which there are far too many, they breed like rats, as we know, and they vote for Liverpool's podcast, and we never would. Mind you, the Enfield rap, I have to say, you know, it's, I would say it's bordering on a professional 
podcast. They get, you know, they, they, to be fair to the lads that are on it who are quite decent lads, actually, but um, they put a lot of work into it, a lot of effort into it. And I think they've commercialized it really, really well. And once you start commercializing something like that, you know, your exponential growth you know grows exponentially funnily yeah, yeah, enough yeah, yeah. anyway enough of me wittering one on that goes on at the um the bloomfield um bloomsbury theater really there's a, a podcast there is yeah. there really yeah but it's a, a general football podcast oh, so, yeah. is it one of the guardian ones or something isn't it is it oh, that must be it. Yeah, uh, I was invited to it, I, yeah. I, my, my friend a friend of mine runs that in a kind of a de facto way so i will get him to stop at that show going on if you could yeah, yeah. i'm not yeah. the competition at. uh anyway um it is time for the chelsea fancast weekly roundup and uh, i will kick it off with a bit of cfc uk news uh the last edition of this season, the last CFC UK of this season, is now available. It was on sale before the um, Palace game, uh, obviously at the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway Tube. Um, and it will be around, well, it'll be around for all the rest of the games of the season, obviously. So make sure you get your copy. Uh, there's some top articles in there, as usual. Uh, Clayton, I think, made his debut this month. Clayton Beerman, who's, who was on the show last week. Now, if you can't get it there, because we appreciate not all of you can get to the game. Uh, you can, of course, get it digitally by subscribing online at cfcuk.net. Now, great news, guys. If you're in the USA, you can follow the Twitter account at cfcukusa. Uh, and if anybody's interested in getting a CFCU copy out there, you can contact the lovely Dan Lundberg. Now, you can find him on Twitter at dlundberg. That's d. L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, uh, um, kind of a hyphen, but a lower lower one. Do you know what I mean? Underscore. That's what I'm struggling for. Now, if anyone, if anybody's going on the uh, summer tour in the US, make sure you look for a copy of CFC UK before and after the match because they're going to be selling them out there. And the details on where to purchase one on the tour and how to subscribe so you can get it every month will be posted on the at CFC UK USA Twitter account fantastic now uh, i'm going to give my poor old voice a bit of a rest because uh jonathan's going to read out the co-respondence which is basically a very good question followed up by lots of twitter love for me uh for the chelsea fancast can you manage that old boy i'll have a good jolly go okay hi can you read it in a normal voice (laughs) thank you okay hi chidge or whoever will read this you Jonathan Kidd. He knew, I bet he didn't know that that was going to happen. I read that. <coughs> I knew what was happening. I was just wondering if any of you watched Mayweather-Pacquiao match. Um, I've got a funny story about that. I better not tell it now. Um, Mayweather's style reminded me so much of our style. Screw the knockouts, but keep on scoring as many points you can. In the end, that is all that matters. I'd love to hear you guys' views on that on tomorrow's fancast. If you there think you it's relevant. Carefree. Wherever you may be, we are the famous CFC. Anaban Batterji. Well pronounced. Well pronounced. Batterji. 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 I was right. Yeah, good. At CFC. I would hazard a guess and say he was one of our Indian listeners. I would suggest that was possible as well. OMG, Chidji liked my No, 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 no. Can we answer the question first? Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah, give a chat about that. Yeah. Um... Uh, what do I think? Uh, only latterly, only latterly in the season, I think. Yeah, I think earlier on in the season we were dynamic. So, mm. um, but yes, to an extent, I think. Yeah, yeah, we picked them. We picked teams off, and we uh, we prevented them from from boxing. 
we prevented I, I, I like his analogy a lot. Yeah. Funnily enough, Dan, there, there were a few people in the media on Monday, you know, talking, making that analogy. Now, annoyingly, I didn't see the fight because it was just way too early. Yeah. And but I do like my boxing. I've got to be honest. And and I think you know May, Mayweather's style. It, you can see where the analogy lies yeah. because you know he's got a forty-eight and all, as they like to say yeah. in the states, and. Uh, his whole style, the whole shoulder rolling, is 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 not to get hit. It's not, yeah. you know. And boxing's about that. It's about scoring points and knocking your opponent out, which means you've got to defend. It's boxing is about not being hit. Oh yeah, I mean his fight management is absolutely first class. Absolutely That's why right. he's gone forty eight. No, which kind of does forty eight and all leads very well to Barry Hearn called him a cup of tea boxer. He said uh, you can it starts him off in the ring. You go and make a cup of tea and then he's still I mean, boxing. You don't go forty eight and all without having some serious talent. I think we. He's a great fighter and his record speaks for it. Like us, you know, I felt the season, we've done enough. If we wanted to really kill teams, we could have done. I think we've done enough this season rather than being a substance over style. As we've, as we've discussed yeah. due to uh, Is um, it, squad yeah. problems. But I mean, I think just picking up on that, at the end of the day, you know, do not underestimate how important uh, winning this title will be. You know, a lot of those players, and I think you can roll off about five or six of that team have not won the, a title with Chelsea before. Yeah certainly not with Mourinho as well, uh, getting them over the line this year mentally is absolutely massive. And you know what? Uh, we kind of alluded to it in the previous part, but I wouldn't be surprised given that we, you know, he gets some players into the squad that he trusts. I wouldn't be surprised that not only will we retain it next year, but he will take the handbrake off as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think actually the handbrake applies not to how they play, not to, you know, whether they're entertaining or not. I think it's the weight of expectancy and pressure mentally. And I think if that's lifted, which it will be by winning this title, you may well see them become far more expansive yeah. next year. You well, I think what also will happen is that, is that teams will fear us. What they've been tempted to do yeah. is create what Man, what Man United fear. had for a long um, period. You saw Hazard yeah. in their celebrations, that kind of sense of elation on his face. Wasn't that, that great of, to see? It was such an amazing, like, I've done it. It was brilliant. And the way Courtois kind of, and he's won three titles in three countries at 22. So that man has got that experience. He's got that strength. But not at Chelsea. Not at Chelsea, but he's Not done in it, the Premier League. No, but he's done it in Spain, which yeah. is arguably, yeah. Yeah. you know, with a very unfancied team. Yeah. You know, they beat, they beat the big two. Poor old Czech looked, looked a little bit extraneous, slightly uncomfortable. Did he? Yeah, I didn't yeah. really yeah, see it too far away. A little bit, also in the photos. But I think he's, it's difficult for him because he's been so Very much difficult. part of the furniture yeah. for 11 years. I, I, I do think that you're right that he will play in the next three games and uh, it would be lovely to send him off because I don't think he'll be here next year. No, as long as I he doesn't go to I wouldn't be Arsenal. surprised if he was captain for the day. If, oh, I think that would be super. Yeah, for yeah. Sunderland. But I'd be surprised if he is made captain because I can't see JT. JT's a real club man, I think. he knows. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe the last five minutes. Maybe JT will get subbed in the last no, five minutes. No, well, yeah, they'll still have be, his appearances, yeah. won't Well, yeah, no, he's played every minute yeah, of the Premier yeah. I think JT wants that. I mean, even JT showed the quality. I mean, he said that thing about uh, Rio Ferdinand's wife. Yeah. Actually, we, we should say that too, because I think that's... I, I'm not one for like putting on Twitter. I don't know Rio Ferdinand, and I just no. think it's a bit wanky putting it up there, frankly. But <laughs> yeah. sorry, no, that's no, just no, my no, opinion, Dan. I mean, I'm not, yeah. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. It's just that's what no, I think. I that. But, yeah. um, you know, it's an awful disease, as we both know. I think we all know. And, yeah. you know, and I can't imagine anything worse actually than losing your wife he's been married to her for what 20 years or something Maybe 15 t- years yeah, whatever three kids you know years I can't I can't imagine I mean I can't imagine how distraught I would be if that had happened to me and I wouldn't wish yeah. that on anybody let alone uh, Rio Ferdinand so 
Quite right, John, yeah. JT was classy yeah, about that. I think the general consensus in the company that's classy, JT. Yeah. Everyone said to him. And well, it, he is. He's, you know, he's a, he's a real club man. I think he, he, he appreciates that Czechs be the great servant and he'll probably get the, the yeah. armband. Well, I hope a, he does. JT is a clubman, whereas yeah. Hazard is a mini clubman. Yeah. <laughs> and on that appalling motorist joke, I'm going to go to Jonathan and say, time for a bit more correspondence. Clever. Do I read the bits at the bottom as you well? You read then? all of it. Okay. Um, you can pause the dramatic effect in between each one. You can fire a bon mot at me. It's up to you, old fruit. Okay. OMG, Chigi liked my tweet. Maybe I'll get a shout out on our next fancast but, episode. But you do have to read out who it was from, which comes before that all of that. was from at OIC, because that's a different person. <coughs> I see. It's not delineated on the script properly. I've understood it now. It's in a, no, I thought that was the same person. That was, right. There we go. At yeah, CFC I, I, Mania that 12. At, that, that was from at CFC Mania 12. Mm. Good. Um, at Zaim Zakanaya. Brilliant stuff as always. Keep it up. I'd like to join you guys on the cast one day. Well, yeah, please do, I would say. We are passionate and Chelsea FC Blues here in Canada. Canada. Come over, yeah. Uh, you guys are legends here. Well, that's even better, yeah. Chidge the legend. Stamford legend Chidge. Love the authenticity. Well, no, it's, it's all made up and rubbish. No, we, we lie. We don't like we each other yeah. at all, really. And commitment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> committed, yeah. more like. Enjoy the game. Um, hashtag... KTBFFH, which of course is keep the blue flag flying. It is. At J McRite. JP McRite. JP's been listening to this show from the get go, mate. And he's a, he, used to, he used to come, I think he used to have a season ticket. And he used to meet us in the pub all the time. JP's an absolutely le- top man, legend. Stanford Chidge, loving these weekly articles. Podcast and then read this. Taking over my day. Smiley face. Lovely. Oh, oh, Lovely. Uh, Mount Hill at Curtis underscore Curtis Curtis underscore Mount Stanford Tridge, one of your best podcasts. You guys planning on doing some some through the summer? When you on London is when you on London is blue. Cheers. What a lovely comment. And I mean, as you can see, I just use this part of the show as a gratuitous loving for me. Course, you know, I mean, why not? Um, what I would say is, um, in fact, actually, London is blue. Uh, have, did ask me onto their show once, and I was on it, and it, and it basically it didn't work. Something went horribly wrong technically, and then I was supposed to be on uh, after the Man United game. What is London? It's is another blue. podcast. Okay. Some lads in the states do it. It's pretty pretty good actually. But um, yeah, they asked me onto the show after United, and uh, I don't know. They never got hold of me, so I, I they thought you were a lucky unlucky talisman. I don't know. Maybe just something to upset them. Yeah. But uh, no, that's a good show, guys. Actually, London is blue, and I, I would love to. But they need to sort out the technology so that I can. Uh, are we planning on doing some through the summer? Mm, probably not. No, no. I mean, because I, I think to talk about. Well, there is and there isn't. I mean, I, to be honest, I have done it in the past. I remember I did it in the early days. Uh, you know, really, to be really honest with you people out there, I was kind of doing it to build the audience because I knew that nobody else was stupid enough to to carry on podcasting <laughs> through the summer. But of course, now we're rich and famous and globally successful. I don't see the need. No, I mean, that's also a bit tongue-in-cheek. But the reality is, yes, there is stuff to talk about. Um, but I am knackered, and I do have a lot of other lives other than the podcast. So, uh, plus, plus I have a long-suffering wife, which has a lot to do with it. So I shall probably take the opportunity to have a bit of a break for a couple of months, I'm afraid. But we will be back, God willing, inshallah, in August. Uh, Josh Writer at jwriter11. Stanford Bridge, Stanford Bridge, sorry, Stanford Chidge, Chelsea Fancast. Uh, the boys back in form on the Chelsea Fancast. Loving the pod again. Well done, Chidgey. 
Back in the flat. Back in the flat. Yes. We should do that in a voice. Back, back in, in the, the flat. flat. Back, back in the flat. Um, <laughs> Scott Wildcat at, at Scott Wildcat. Uh, Chelsea Frankar, Stanford Bridge. Thanks. Always enjoy the show stateside. Thanks for all you do. UTC up to chills. Um, SP8S at I'm now what life. Hmm. Wow. Chelsea Fancast, thanks for all you do, Chidge. Great day for all... Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds like such a fix, doesn't it? Great day for all blues fans. And here's one from uh, at Jonathan Kidd. Um, wow, Chidge, I love you. Oh, is that from you? Yeah. Oh, I think there's more, actually. No, that's it. Oh, is that it? I yeah, can't believe yeah. we got to the end of the love-in for Chidge. Yeah. I, should, I, should, I should rename it, shouldn't I? I should name it the, the Chidge love-in. Mm. On the couch with Chidge or something like that. Yeah, that'd be perfect. But no, it does sound a bit... On the I, waterbed with Chidge. On the waterbed with that, yeah. yeah. I, I, having heard that, actually, I've just realised how fucking painful it is and I shall never, ever do it again. What I will now do is I'm only going to have tweets and uh, posts that are downright nasty and horrible about me well, or the show. I think there should be a mixture. I think you should put a mixture. Nobody wrote anything rude this week, JK. And okay. you know me. You know me well, for a long time. Just, just abbreviate, you know, abridge, yeah. pre But you yeah. know, you've known me for a long time. You know that actually my interest is far more piqued by somebody saying something rude and yeah, horrible. Yeah, because you, you're at your best. You're, you're I know, spiky. But I love it. I love the criticism. And, uh, I love all of and that. your vocabulary I actually feel improves. quite embarrassed by... I love. A huge amount of love. Yeah. My, my therapist would have a lot to say about yeah, that. Yeah. In fact, she does. <laughs> you can't look in the mirror. That's right. Can't. Don't, no, I'm not very good. At, I'm not very good at, uh, at getting praise. Actually, it's very true. I'm much better dealing with negative criticism. Yeah, me too. Exactly yeah. the same. I find that's what your right hand's for. <laughs> Not the other thing. Um, anyway. What's the other thing? Um, it's for writing in my case. Because exactly. I'm right-handed. Yeah. Or, or, or playing darts. Or, or your playing teeth. darts, yeah. you know. Brushing your teeth. Yeah. Rolling the dice. Brushing yeah. your hair. Yeah. You know, plenty of things. You've got so much choice, you know. Uh, that was fabulous. I mean, it was. I mean, look, I know I'm taking the mick a bit. Um, what I would say uh, absolutely roundly is um, I, I genuinely am knocked out and overwhelmed by the huge amount of... Uh, uh, love and, and praise and lovely words that people have been saying about the podcast because I know when you're saying how much you love me I know you mean everybody and everything about it but we have had a huge amount of love for the podcast now it's come back to being say, a podcast because it's, it's no longer a TV show uh, no because I know you're fishing there it has nothing to do with that it wasn't I think what people like is the fact that they loved the original format of the podcast, which you were part of as well, if you remember. You used to come on a lot. People just love it. They think it's more relaxed. It's less up its own arse. There's less pressure. It's, it's, it's a bit... For, it's more us. It's more us. You know, we are... You know, we are designed to be in a basement in Pimlico talking bollocks for a couple of hours, not to be thinking about having to do TV. And I kind of agree with them. And Huge amount of love since we've done it, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much, people. I really, as Huey Green would say, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean the most sincerely. I mean the most sincerely, folks. There we go. What was what was the best contribution that Huey Green ever made to anything? Um, Paula Yates. He got it in one. Yes, that's why I love having Jonathan back. You know, it's like <laughs> having my evil twin brother with me. Okay, I think uh, we should go now. I mean, as as you always know, people at this particular juncture of the show, I would be plugging. Uh, the su- superb Mimi TV. I, mate, and c- people out there, I'm really sorry. My voice is going. I mean, the boys can testify to that. Uh, we went through a good period. Now it's gone a bit... Uh, yeah, I, I'm losing it again. I really just cannot do another half an hour of rabbiting on, much as I love you all. Um, I promise that I will make it up to you and we will do a nice little Mimi TV thing uh, next Monday, okay? I promise, promise, promise. So 
particularly Mike Harvey, who has been superbly loyal and uh, has been on every Mimi chat we've done so far. And of course, Kurt, also known as Tactics Wizard, uh, they, they've been in the house every week. So I'm sorry, chaps, but uh, you know, I, I really do need to rest my voice because I'm, I'm, I'm not doing too well. So uh, next week we'll do it. Uh, if you do want to, um, you know, check it out in future, don't forget, you just go to meme.tv, that's M-E-E-M-E-E dot uh, TV, and then uh, you can sign up or log in, and uh, if you've got a laptop or a desktop computer, which has to be, you know, has to have a webcam, either internally or, or, or a separate one, and you need a mic or something like a Skype headset, then you can join in the chat, and I mean, you just, you just basically enter the me chat and and all of that kind of stuff request to chat request to go on stage I'll, I'll help you through it and i'll put stuff on mixler before i do them uh but it's great and it works like google hangout and uh I've, there's a there's a camera of me on it and you join in if you've got your webcam there and we can all you know basically i call it the chelsea fancast warm down and we can just pick up on anything that we've discussed on the show during the evening and it's, it really is great fun so uh i'm sorry i can't do it tonight but i just my my voice is going it really is and on that point uh that's what all I got to say about that. Uh, now, make sure uh, during the week uh, you can send any good stories or emails or tweets. Uh, of course, email us at Chelsea. Uh, what well, you can email us at ChelseaFanCast at gmail dot com, and uh, we'll read them out on the show. Or, or probably John, not Jonathan because he's not here next week. So it'll probably be I don't know who I'm going to get to read them out next week. Hmm, I'll have Clive. Clive O'Connell, yeah, yeah. The voice. Not saying yeah. that you shouldn't. That's, that's, that sounds really shitty, Dan. I don't <laughs> know right, how no. awful of me. It was, but horrible. Cl- it was wasn't it? Horrible. But Clive's got the kind of poncy voice that I think yeah, is required like, for yeah, the... because he's a bit like me. Yeah, he's a bit of another poncy actor exactly. type, like yeah, you, really, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. No, he's not. He's a he's a, he's a lawyer, he's isn't a lawyer. he? Yeah. Should have been a barrister, though. Yeah. yeah, he's got that ponciness about him. Yeah. He was there wearing his gingham shirt yesterday. Very I had, had to take issue with that. With a bottle of Perrier in his back pocket. And a Perrier in his back pocket. He and I have been away and we've been chatting and you can see people around bristling, mm. thinking, who are these? these, these Ponces. He's, 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 like, he's yeah. only come lately. He's a good so. guy. And then after the guy. game has gone on a bit and I've gone, after, yeah, after the game's gone on a bit and I've uh, gone, come on, you know, come on, what's the matter with you? What's going on? As I do. Yeah. And I'm all frequently. Yes, boys. Yes, come on. After I've done a lot of that, they, they, they all want to be our friends. Do you know what you remind me of in that wonderful film, My Fair Lady? where the wonderfully beautiful Audrey Hepburn character has been elocuted by Professor Henry Higgins. There's that wonderful wonderful scene where she's at Arscott and uh, she basically has has some money on a horse. Uh, Dover, I believe the horse's name was. And just as the horse is about to romp home, she goes back into her uh, flower-selling character and goes, Come on, Dover! Move your ass! So there you go. But of course, Sorry if that was a bit loud. Of course, people. the trouble is, is that, that that word you're a bit ass, like that. That word "ass" would never have been used in um, it was yeah. it was written entirely for American consumption. Well, of course, we know it would have been. Come on, David, move your ass. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. But you're a bit like that. So you're really quite posh and well-to-do, and your butler's there. But when it gets really emotional in the East Middle Middle, he's yeah. our lady. Come on, Chelsea, oh. fucking have it. No, I don't. Or whatever. No, no, I don't swear. No, no, because I, me, and Darren are the only two to have sworn in the East Middle Middle ever, did, aren't we? Indeed, and you, I know, you, I did. you know. Uh, people looked in your direction. I did as a Heads kid. Heads were turned. I know. I did as a kid. My dad gave me an absolute hiding because I was cussed Darren Wood very badly. Yep. And my dad hit me. Understandable. Though, yeah. Right? I said, move your effing legs, you piece of shit. And well, then, good boy. You know, and sometimes it needs to be yeah. said, you know. And, and I and I, I feel that I, I had to bring... Mind you, you see, it was the worst day for me to be in the East Middle Middle and a day when we had a referee like the one that we had. No, we did, I remember. Because the one thing that... Because, I, I mean, I, you know, I do try and rein it in. I do, I do try and be moderate 
with the use of the F word and absolutely moderate with the use of the C word. One thing that is guaranteed for it to come out flowing eloquently is a very, very poor poor refereeing performance. And I'm afraid on that day he had a stinker and I was absolutely... The C word came out. I don't. I, there were a lot of very shocked people, looked very near to heart attacks that day in the East Middle. There were. There Am were. I allowed back? Me. Am I allowed back? Yeah, if you like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They liked me really, didn't they? Yeah, they loved you. Okay, that's good. Because you're lovable. You're just saying that, Jonathan, <laughs> to butter me up. Anyway, everybody says they love you. They do. Oh, they did. I have actually got proof in yeah. black and white, haven't yeah. I? So yeah. I feel better now. Good. Okay, we got to go because we've been waffling on for far too long, but it has been great fun doing a show where we can say with absolute certainty that we are champions. Yeah. Champions, 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 Right, beautifully done. Right, we'll be back on uh, Monday, May the 11th, which will be next Monday, uh, to report back on the Liverpool match. And uh, as you've already heard earlier on, I'll be joined by Dan again, which would be great, and uh, the lovely Charlie Skillen, and the ever so naughty and very intelligent and lovely Clive O'Connell. Now, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast. And, of course, make sure you check out all the great blogs on our website, ChelseaFanCast.com. And, of course, that's where you can find out where to uh, listen live and, of course, download the show afterwards. And, of course, don't forget to join our Facebook group, Facebook.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. And, of course, uh, when the buggers put it up, uh, look out for my weekly articles in the International Business Times. And you can follow them at IB Times UK Sport. And, of course, me monthly ones in the CFC UK fanzine. Now, brilliant to, to have Jonathan back with us. It's been lovely to see you, old boy. Very enjoyable. Isn't it Chief, fun? As always, thank you. It's great fun. It's Isn't it more me. fun when we've just won the title? It's um, my trousers are... Moist. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I've got to say, I'm, I, I'm mine are too. Yeah. You know, I, I know that yeah. feeling. Brilliant to see you, as always, mate. And Dan, fantastic. Yeah. Not only is it fantastic to see you tonight as it always is, but it was particularly lovely to spend all of the post-match with yeah, you yesterday in the Fimbra and, and the uh, Tommy Tucker, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fantastic. It was a great yeah. day, start to finish, a brilliant day with some great people. I think, so. you know, I, I said this on Twitter last night and I said this in the article I wrote today and I, and I absolutely meant it at the time uh, that I wrote it and I still do. Um, it was quite a different experience winning the title yesterday, certainly than the ones before, which for me were very euphoric. I just had this big kind of benign grin on my face, as I'm sure you will testify, you know, all the time after that match. And I think, you know, why it's so important, you have to savour days like yesterday. And for me, the reason, it's not the winning, actually, because now we've done it a lot. It's not just the winning. For me, what absolutely made it special was just to see the joy of winning on all of my friends' faces. That is what made it special for me. That whole kind of atmosphere at the film just summed up what Chelsea's about. Yeah. Oh, we're I should have come. I should have been, been there. Yeah, you loved it, man. The you loved it. Holding up the traffic. Mm. It was lovely. Setting out it? a beer. Yeah. Brilliant. And brilliant. Big thanks to Jeff and his staff at the Fimbra. Actually, for- Dan, that's a brilliant way to end the show. Uh, a, a big um, one of the. I think I said this on Twitter too. I said that you know the, the return of the Fimbra is the best comeback that Chelsea's seen apart from Jose Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. You know, and I agree. Je- Jeff is a superb, superb landlord, and I love him to pieces. And the Fimbra it's been a revelation this year and last and, and I love you for doing that and I went to the theatre there on Monday and and there we a, go um, oh, not Monday on Friday and mm. watched a play well, there we go it's a bit of culture mm. as well yeah. but well done Jeff well done the Fimber yeah. Arms well done Chelsea well done Jose Mourinho well done the players and well done my lovely uh, colleagues on the show tonight Dan Silver and the lovely Jonathan Kidd 
Uh, we've got to go. La- thank you also to you lot who have been listening out in Mixler. As always, we love seeing you in there. Sorry that I can't interact with you too much, but I'll have a look at all of that now. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chills. Up the chills! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.